What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, Uber Lyft driver and gig economy news. Sponsored by UberLiftDrivers.com, RideshareRodeo.com, MiddletonTech.com, WithPara.com, and of course, Curry.com. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Welcome back, everybody, for another week of Ride Share Rodeo. It's uh, what is it this week? Six days, five days, six days left until Christmas. Everybody got their shopping done. Everybody got their cards done or everything done. And uh, wow, um, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm laughing at though. Um, I gotta get some. I gotta get that done. <laughs> uh, so. Um, couple things. Um, next week I have Ron, uh, Entree Courier, on to do a special end of the year podcast with me. We're gonna do some uh, hopeful, wishful thinking on changes to the platforms. Um, and we're really gonna, you know, hopefully these companies actually hear this uh next week's episode, which will be in our ninety ninth episode, number ninety nine. Um. Really no more details to come on that because Ron and I still haven't even planned it out. I'm just excited to be doing something with him. Um, he hasn't been doing a lot of podcasting lately, and uh, I'm just glad to be able to close out the year doing something with him. This going to be nice. So um, so next week, check that out. Uh, last week, we did Tim from Portland, and we went through some driver horror stories that he had during the riots and whatnot. Um. Two times last week, I did live casts on YouTube, Rideshare Lisa, and then I had Roy Will Be Roy. Um, so here's what's going on. The Patreon page is up. Um, it is functional. However, it does not have the content or tiers created yet. I'm still working on that. I will. Uh, I can say for certain that by the new year, it will be done. I'm hoping that before next week when Ron and I do the piece and it airs a week from a week from hearing this in next week's podcast I should I'm hoping I'll be able to say it's done here's the link it's in the show notes and uh, join as a patreon member we're gonna have uh, you know a few different tiers we're gonna try and make it you know uh, pretty simple so hopefully everybody will at least go and check out what the options are um, we're gonna have some extra content over there and some other things and uh yeah, even, you know, even a couple of bucks would uh help support the podcast a little bit and um you know, without having to fully go through monetizing and commercials and all that kind of stuff. Um I prefer the old school podcasting method of like a Patreon account. Um 
and just kind of, you know, getting the people who have been listening for a long time to um, take a look at what some of the perks are, too. I think that that's cool that it's kind of like a barter system. If you like, you know, a podcast or something and you support it, it's like you're you're going to get a T-shirt or a coffee mug and you're going to get some extra content and stuff. And um, I've, I've really liked that about that. You know, Mike Delivers has one. Um, Gig Economy Podcast. A lot of people have one, but there's a couple that I actually support. Um, so I don't know. Um, when it's up, I will absolutely tell you guys. I know a lot of guys, you guys have been super cool and asking me. And so, yeah, that's done. And I'm kind of stoked about it. <laughs> so, um, so next week we got Ron, um, next Thursday, got another live YouTuber that's coming on, um, William Anderson. And that's going to be a live, live cast. And I guess you're just gonna have to, you know what? Even audio listeners next Thursday, is the 30th of December. And I will put out some info in next week's podcast drop about the exact time and stuff and what. But I I would hope all of you come over for the live cast on YouTube because when I say live, live, there's something a little different about this one. It's going to be very unique and it's going to be a great conversation. So join us for sure. Uh, Let's see what else. Um... So this week, I am going to jump in, and I'll come back on the other side. Uh, We ran a little bit over on our conversation. I guess there is no such thing as running over, but I always have you know a target in my head. But it was one of those ones where I knew it might. Uh, A lot of you guys are probably unfamiliar with this person in the in my audio podcast world, unless you have made that crossover to YouTube, which I've talked about with many of you and. And a lot of you haven't. Um, as I as I put out uh, yesterday, though, um, if you can, uh, check out the show notes and check out his channel as well. His name on YouTube is Roy Will Be Roy. And I'm going to have him on here. Uh, and we're going to discuss rideshare safety. And I'll come back on the other side. So I can read what people are saying. All right. Well, um, what's up, everybody? Um, happy Saturday. Glad to have everybody here and uh, glad that Mr. Roy could join us from Vegas. Uh, Roy, thanks for uh, coming on to chat a bit today. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, so uh, the first thing, so first of all, I, had, I, had, I needed to tell you this because this was really crazy. So up until three days ago, I've only done like three or four YouTube video shorts. But all of them are like, you know, like 100 views or something. Nothing really out of the park or anything. But I did one that said that you were going to be on. I said, Roy, we'll be Roy, we'll be Roy. I know you saw it and other people saw it. And it was at my normal number. And about three days ago, it started jumping. It's now my highest video count. And by far, it's got 2,700 watches. I don't know what happened in a three-day span. Something spiked. And I'm sure it didn't have to do with your channel or mine it's something yeah. that got caught in a weird algorithm and somehow blasted our vortex like for nice, both nice. of us into like this huge count i'm like i don't even know what i'm wondering what we're tied to like what video we come after an autoplay yeah, right? somehow we must have yeah. got branded into the weird place i don't know yeah. um but anyway i thought that was cool i thought that uh you know i was like why is this going up so much i was going up like a thousand <laughs> a day but um so yeah, so can like can we start with a little bit of history? Because even I don't know sure. it all with you. Like when 
I mean, you can you can go back into any part of it, but I, especially when you hit the gig economy and yeah, you know, I, I know um, you started with rideshare, but I mean, like, just walk us through it. Yeah, I started uh, doing Lyft in uh, June of 2016. Um, I, here in Las Vegas, um, I I did in the the three years I was doing Lyft up until June 2019, I did 12,500 rides with Lyft. And then I ended up deactivated for a situation. And then that's when I jumped on DoorDash. I jumped on DoorDash. I think it was September. I think it was September of 2019. And I've been on DoorDash ever since. Never so, right, never Uber? Never Uber. Uber would not allow me to drive. So okay. They never allowed me. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. Well, that's a... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, any... You know, a discrepancy these days can mean <laughs> that you either tortured somebody or that they just wanted a free ride. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, people can get deactivated for the dumbest reasons. Well, the reason I got deactivated was for a criminal's thing. Um, something that happened between me and another Uber driver. That's oh, okay. what caused it. What caused the deactivation was uh, I was driving down a one-way road, one-way in, one-way out situation. Uber driver decided. I had a passenger in the car as well. Um, Uber driver decided he was going to make his own lane between me and oncoming cars. Um, and what happened was he was starting to push me into a set of parked cars. The only way I thought to stop the situation, I reached out and I punched his car to get him to stop. And when I punched his car, I put a big dent in his quarter panel. And six months later, I got a, I had a warrant for damaging somebody's personal property. And that's why I was, uh, deactivated so obviously then there was police report and whatever and yeah he he ended up calling the police they did an investigation six months later i was picked up for damaging somebody's personal oh well we got weird we got weird real weird rules here in las vegas when it comes to the tnc and that's Mm -hmm. one of the the rules you can't break is damaging somebody's personal property Right. Well, I mean, yeah. But it I was mean, that, I, or it was that, or have an accident with my customer. And if I had to do it all over again, I'd do the same thing. I'm not going to hurt my customer or myself um, because of some idiot that is in a too big of a hurry and is willing to cause you know issues like that. I think that that's how I always look back on my life too. Whenever I do something where I'm like, what the? Even if I'm mad about it or whatever, I always look back and go, would you have done it different? And if I say no. no, then I'm then I gotta stand by myself and go. You know what? Whatever, something happened, well, and well, that's the one thing I can do about it. Exactly, and that's the one thing with rideshare is once you have that customer in your car, you are fully responsible for that customer, regardless yeah, of the situation. He's your and like client. I said, I wouldn't change it. I saved my customer from being injured. I saved myself from being injured, and so that that at the end of the day, that's all that mattered to me. Yeah. Um, I ended I ended up going to court, paying off what I needed to pay, and so I was fine. Yeah, that's something that I want to jump into a little bit here today, a little bit down the road, is uh, you know, just uh, people understanding the actual role of independent contractorship because now it's even getting more out of control with people yeah. coming on and having really different expectations. I'm not even saying higher expectations with earnings, but just different expectation as to exactly. what what they've signed up for. It's like exactly. 
You know, I don't think you guys really understand. You, I, you, you really, people should understand what an independent contractor is before they exactly. And, and that's my biggest issue when I see all these videos. <laughs> I see other gig YouTubers; they're promoting this as if you're their workers, like you're Instacart shoppers, or you are Instacart workers, or you are gig work, or you are DoorDash workers. No, you are an independent contractor. You need to understand what that means. And with a lot of these gig YouTubers, they they give this mindset to these these subscribers that they're somehow a worker for these companies. And you're not, you're a contractor. Right. You're contracted by these companies. You're not the company's workers. And um, that's one of my biggest problems with a lot of the gig tube stuff that I see is they're promoting a lot of this nonsense that gives this idea that because we signed up for Uber and Lyft that, Oh, we're automatically uh, uh, they're, they're entitled to give us what we want. And that's not how it works. Right. And even even more to that point, you know, as somebody who's been a true IC for many years, me, um, you know, I mean, this is something I mean, I'm just all of my all of the jobs and things that I've done and the production work I've been doing since 97. That's independent contractor work. And that's, you know, I mean, I know what all that really means, like coming on these platforms and 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 the people who it's even worse because they're SAAS platforms, these services, software platforms. They're, it's worse than a middleman. It's worse than what it, whatever could be happening. It's it's a it's a digital cloud based middleman <laughs> that is dipping yeah. his hand into a pot a pool of people and then scattering it out and saying, "Who wants this ride?" That's yeah, all they're exactly. doing, guys. I mean, they're. I mean, even some of the yeah. claims they make on on their website. I hate to say, just call it out, but I'm going to say what it is because it's wrong. I mean, when they say they got you, as long as you have this insurance, they got you the rest of the way. They don't. If somebody were to sue you for beyond, you know, somebody died and maybe the one person sues for $2 million, but another dies and sues you for $40 million, it's not like if your insurance covers up to a million, Uber's got the rest in every scenario. Yeah, they're going to so. treat each one of these as their own. And they're trust me, they're going to find loopholes. They're going to find oh, ways to yeah. not do... The little stuff, yeah, they'll they'll pay their half and your insurance pays half and they work together. But when it comes to like, again, the understanding independent contractorship and that this is your car, this is your job, you got handed a job by an SAS service platform. You, It said, do you want this job? You took it. I think there's just a, there's some confusion with people because independent contractor has meant something much different for many years. And now this, and and nobody knows what to do with this, all these apps. Yeah. Like how do we, they are still independent contractors and I'm not even saying relabel them, you know, it's, it's an option on the plate, but something has to be done because they're not just, if they're going to be independent contractors, they really need to know what that means. Yeah, exactly. And, and when you, when you were talking about the whole suing thing and stuff with this and insurance, not, probably, I, I can guarantee you, well over 80% of rideshare drivers don't have proper insurance on their car. Um, there are rideshare endorsements you are supposed to have on your car if you are doing that. And I can guarantee you, 80% of rideshare drivers do not have that endorsement. So like no. you said, should there be an accident and somebody dies, where you know you would say, like, if you had the endorsement, yeah, the insurance would take care of it. You don't have that endorsement, you are crap out of luck. That is all coming off of you at that point. So you can lose your house, your cars, everything you own because you're being sued because, one, you didn't have the proper insurance. Uh, two, Uber and Lyft, they're, they're not going to cover you. They're not. They're only going to cover, especially if it's your fault. If you cause the accident, Uber and Lyft ain't paying nothing. That's no. all on you. 
And if well, you don't have the proper insurance, you're done, you know? Right. And especially with Uber too, you know, it's three phases. There's phase one, yeah. two, three. Phase one is when you're idle in your car waiting, but you're on the app that they don't have you insured at all on that point. Yeah. Nothing. And then phase yeah, two, the you, time, you, you have a partial. Yeah. And then three is when you is customer in your car to the second they get out. And that's when you have the most coverage. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're, I, usually, you're usually covered going to pick up the customer. And once you have the customer, but after that, yeah, you're not. Covered. Yeah. And even then, like, I mean, again, I've told people straight up, you know, like, hey, if you have a fender bender or something, or even if a passenger got hurt and there's four thousand dollars of hospital bills, most likely if you are carrying the right insurance, it's you're not going to even have to blink if you're carrying the right insurance. You're gonna they're gonna work with Uber. They're probably gonna pay more than Uber, your insurance company that's yep. got your commercial or whatever. But it's gonna be worked out. You'll be fine. But I even like I even think that once it gets up to like a death, like you were just saying, and we were talking in the millions. That, I mean, I think that can become a life record even if you're carrying the right insurance. Yeah, exactly. Guess, exactly. I mean, who that- knows what they're gonna do because they they are trained to find ways to not pay these. Yeah. Claims. Loophole. Yeah. they got loopholes crazy. And also that goes for delivery as well. When you have delivery, you are required to have certain insurance uh, do your carrier that knows that you're actually doing delivery. And I can guarantee you probably once again, probably even more than 80% don't have that insurance. Like I drive right. for Domino. My insurance company needs to know this because right. it, like I said, it, it counts as the way I drive and all that stuff. So that's something that insurance company needs to know. But if you're riding around doing this gig work, you don't have the proper, your insurance doesn't know you're doing it or commercial work. It would be basically commercial work. Um, even then, they don't even have, your own insurance don't have to cover you because you're right. doing something commercial. You don't have the proper commercial insurance. Then once again, it's all out of your pocket. In and fact, so, you you almost just gave them an out. Yeah, <laughs> It's exactly. almost like, Oh, good. You you didn't buy yep. the right insurance from us, and you do carry yep, insurance exactly. with us. You're done. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I would I, I would think that many people. I don't want to endorse it, but I would think many people could turn off the app and just go, "What? This is my Home Depot order, or whatever." But yeah. when it's not a passenger, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would think you could just. Most cops wouldn't be like, "Are you on an app?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see and, and depot the, bags, you know. And, that, <laughs> and that's the issue. One of the issues with this YouTube, I mean, like I say, everybody thinks I'm negative because I speak on this kind of stuff. But this is the stuff that's going to cost you at the end of the day. And not right. only is it going to cost you your whole livelihood, it could cost you jail time because you're not covered properly. You're not paying attention. You're playing on your phone making videos. That's why I'm so strongly against a lot of that stuff. And it's when it comes to these some of these gig YouTubers. They don't even discuss this kind of stuff. They just go out there and make your money. Sign up, go make your money. Well, there's more to just signing up. There is a lot of risk involved. And a lot of people don't know, understand that risk. And nobody's willing to talk about it. People like us, you, me, who actually talk about the risk and what really can happen due to our experience, right. we get labeled as the bad guy. And that's not <laughs> and, and, and that's ridiculous because yeah. – I speak from experience. I speak from 12,500 rides worth of experience on how to stay safe in a ride share environment. Um, you've done ride share. Uh, you, you're driving in snow. You're driving in really horrible weather. You have the experience. Uh, and I, for I, a lot of, I'm over 29,000 Uber Lyft rides. Yeah. And for people to sit there and say, oh, just sign up and just sign up and do it. Sign up and do it. It's yeah. that easy. It's it's not really. No. I mean, I give people way strong I'll 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 tell you real stuff if you ask me about 
hey, is this worth it? I'll give you a much different answer than I would have in 2015. Oh, yeah. You know, I will give you the real deal. I'll start with the ugly and then lead up to the little bit of good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Because there, there is I'll some good. I, I like the gig economy, you know. If I um, could do Lyft again, I would do Lyft in a heartbeat. I love that job. That That job has so many interesting things to it. I would still do it. Um, right. Yeah, there's a little bit of a uh, different atmosphere because uh, I was on one of your thing with that one guy from Chicago. Had right. an issue with him. I had a real issue with some of the stuff he was saying when it comes to trying to help protect um, drivers. You know, I, I didn't see much from his guild doing that um, right. because I have a much different idea of what can be done to protect drivers other than, you know, yelling and screaming on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, what, the, what they're really about. Um, well, Lenny, you're talking about the independent driving guild and they're in New York yeah. and, and the New York chapter actually gave the Chicago chapter that started kind of a bad name. Like I almost feel like the independent, the IDG should have started under a different total name of their own in Chicago because it's its own entity. It yeah. really is. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of targeted, it's different and, and, and it's a different violence. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of targeted, Hey, call an Uber for five bucks so we can steal his car. Yeah. That doesn't, I mean, there's a lot of crime that goes on everywhere and people just need to be aware. I mean, if you think that there's going to be training videos and stuff that help, there isn't, you just need to be, it's a personality type. I've worked in bars for years. You know, I've, I've done. And when you work in a bar, you work all the jobs um, and it's heavy volume bars. They get a little crazy and wild. I've seen my share of everything. So I'm way more aware, but you can't do, um, you know, you can't just be out there and and yeah. like yeah, unaware, you, like you you have to be aware every second of what you do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you got like housewives doing this. They've never been any kind of any kind of work. No customer service. They're just jumping in the car thinking, "Oh, I can pick up four drunk guys and I have an issue with." It. No, there right. is a whole different thing. So there is, in my opinion, if you really want to help drivers, there are things you can do, such as you can have classes. You can bring somebody in to help explain to a group of drivers on how to de-escalate certain situations um, that may arise in your car. That way they are prepared for certain situations that they can help de-escalate before it gets to the point somebody's punching you in the back of the head or whatever the case may be. So that is something that can be done as well, you know? Yeah. I mean, Um, and that is the kind of stuff that should be done. Like, I mean, like when I, again, back when I was, when I'm bartending and stuff, you know, we, every year we had to get uh, tips certified, you know, which is where somebody actually comes in and you spend the day off the employee clock and they pay you some crap hour, like eight bucks an yeah. hour. You got to be there for like five hours, but you also have to prove that you learned stuff, but yeah. it's mostly de-escalation techniques. What happens? Yeah, exactly. It's not, how did this guy get this drunk? It's what happens when he is, what do you do? Yeah. And then they're giving you different scenarios. And that's what people really are lacking because the people like you were saying that had due to I, I was watching one of your videos where you're like, you know, if you've done, maybe you've done 2000 rides and never had a problem. And then you were yeah. like, it could be that next ride that is. And that's yeah. the truth. And the and the and I was actually thinking after you said that, that that becomes the the bigger target person that should worry because they're getting cocky about it almost. Dude, this is yeah. no, nobody's exactly. bothering me. I'm just chill. You yeah. know. Trust me, yeah, like the I one a, person I, who decides to go wild on you ain't going to be chill. So. Yeah, and I had like a troll that was doing that saying, oh, I'm doing this spending fear and this and that. 
No, it just okay. You have you had he was on there talking about he had more rights than me. Never had anything happen. Well, good for you. You are the minority of people that may not have anything happen. You could go your whole career driving Uber and Lyft if you call it a career and never have anything issue any issues at all. But would you say that same thing to a victim's family of a driver that was killed or right. a passenger that was severely injured? Would you say the same thing to them? Because guess what? It happened to them. So to yep. sit there and think, oh, just because it never happened to you that somebody like me shouldn't speak on it because, oh, it's never happened to me. It's all you do is spreading fear. No, I'm spreading knowledge that people need to know that it can happen to you at any minute. Crime is random. Crime yeah. is random, rampant, and it's random. So to sit and there I remember and that was, I remember that was your question for me, too. I remember yeah. you said on your stream, you said, if you can tell me how yeah. – these apps can prevent random violence. And I was sitting in my house going, I can't, of course I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And, and, and see, random violence is random violence. man. And then, <laughs> and then you have, you have, gig, you have gig YouTubers out here thinking that these apps can, and they're pushing that agenda. They're getting people fired up, which it means when you have people pushing this stuff, they're, they're giving a false sense of security to these people because they're expecting the app to do it all. No, right. it, you, once again, you're an independent contractor. Everything falls on you. Um, if you were to open a cookie store tomorrow, who's responsible for the safety and security of the cookie store? It's you. Same as your car. Who's in, in control of the security and safety of your car? That's you. It's not Uber and Lyft. It's not the, the Popos. It's you. You are your best weapon against any type of crime or anything that's going to happen to you in that car. And with all these other gig YouTubers pushing it, oh no, it's the apps. The apps need to do this. The apps need to do that. No, the apps can't. The apps cannot sit in your car with you on a ride. They can't do that. Um, well, so they you are. have to. They're just on stuff. your phone, but yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna make this, your business, yeah, if you're gonna make they can't, your, they can't help you. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna make <laughs> just, it your, yeah, if you're gonna make it your business, it's your responsibility. It's your business right. to make sure that your business runs flawlessly. Let's and you read it. Like I said, it's random. You can't you can't predict everything. But like I said, on some of these videos I see, I can, I you know ninety five percent of those videos I can point out exactly what the driver did wrong that would have stopped that situation in a heartbeat. And right. but people don't want to hear that because nobody ever wants to hear they're the problem. They only right. they only they want to blame somebody else. They don't want to look at the mirror and say I fuck uh, excuse me I messed up. Yeah, so yes. let's blame it on somebody else, <laughs> which is the apps, because right. they all think they, they're workers on these apps. No, you're contractors. You're not workers. That's the thing that needs to be pushed the hardest into people's heads. You yeah. are an independent contractor, not a worker. Right. And another thing, too, when you were talking about the, um, you know, what people are saying, I think, you know, like people I, I see, I, I've been getting more views on my videos than I have subscribers. So I'm looking at that as a good thing lately. Like, I mean, at least yeah, people exactly. people watch my content because, I mean, if you're watching my content, it's long. But I do try and I think that I put out stuff that's worth watching. I do. Yeah, um, exactly. And so I guess I'm happy people are are watching it um, and, you know, subscribers come around. But um, I'm always I'm always just trying to be honest here. And I got to say that one thing I really I came over from the podcasting world to YouTube about. I mean, if you look, my first video was like a year ago, but then there was like nothing for like till about six months ago. Then I started populating it. So, but I've been doing the website uberliftdrivers.com for five years and writing articles. And I've been doing uh, Rideshare Rodeo podcast since the start of the pandemic, 
which started to help people um, on PUA who needed it because we were learning everything about all the states. So we it actually started for the wrong reason. I was planning on one anyway, but I started it for that. I just molded. But um, one thing that I've noticed over here that in the podcasting world happens a lot more that doesn't happen here is that um, in the podcasting world, when people say things, they always put out in my opinion or, yeah. and, and I, and it's something that is re I've really, really noticed here with the gig tubers and it's not anybody specific and I'm not, I'm not dogging or harping on anybody specific at all, guys. I'm just saying it's something that as a, I, I got to tell you, as somebody who's listened to all, all the podcasting world side of, of the ride share and gig economy and now is over here. It's really important. No matter what you think, that you're saying that, especially if you're somebody who has a lot of subscribers and a lot of views and stuff, those people are, are listening to you. So at some point, there's a level of responsibility that you need to take when you're putting out your content. And then I'm not saying your content's wrong. It might be 100% right, but you still need to say, in my opinion, because nobody knows. You can't yeah. say, because it, it's a lot of it sounds point of fact to me. Yeah, you know, and then it, so there's a. I'm gonna say let's say hi to some people here before we go any further because I saw there's some. I'm going back. <laughs> um, so uh, Arturo, we got. Uh, I'm not sure who this one is, but I know that I've seen it before. Uh, Miss, uh, what is it? Uh, Geishi? is that right? Yeah, Miss Geishi? Okay. Um, we got uh, Omer. Right, we got uh, Universal Gigster, Lisa Mort, um, Marissa. We got uh, I saw somebody else. Just making sure. Driven Dad. Hey, what's up, Tony? Hope you're better. Uh, Bud Soda and uh, Ellen's here. And, uh, okay. Yeah. It looks like people are showing up. Now. So, um, well, right on. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that, uh, a another confusing thing with safety though. And this is one thing I wanted to bring up with you was the rain videos. You know, I think that those are a big throw off to people because all, you know, the two rideshare companies have for years said, we can't even give you a training video in these things or else yeah. we're going to have to classify you as employees. It's yeah. a problem we run into. We can't. Sorry. And that's why everybody gets a little confused when you first start and they're like, well, just, yeah, you passed your background, go download the app and turn it on. And they're like, yeah. well, what do you mean? Connect your bank account, and just start working. Well, I don't know how to do it. Well, just do it. I mean, and as, as dumb as that sounds, it is actually is the best way to do it is just turn it on and go. Yeah, exactly. You, you learn. I mean, you do learn the best your first day or two just doing it. Yeah, exactly. You'll instantly learn your, your area and, oh man, I don't wait. I'm not coming over here. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to, that's how you, yeah, you exactly. have to, you have to learn by making some really bad decisions in rideshare, I think. <laughs> well, see, but, that, but then again, that's also where it comes into drivers helping other drivers. Um, everybody talks about, we see all this stuff on gig YouTube here, uh, community, community, community. They should be putting out those videos. If you're willing to come on here and take people's money through super chats, through this and that, you should be making that training video. For your, mm -hmm. at least for the minimum, your subscribers, you should make that video for them, if nobody else, just your subscribers. Um, because it's a, it, it, anytime you claim you're uh, about the community and you're about the other drivers, you need to show that to the drivers. And um, my whole thing is I show the bad parts of it. I actually will 
explain to people the bad parts about it, what can and will possibly happen. And see, right. and that's why I'm labeled toxic. I'm labeled negative. No, I'm speaking from the world of reality. I'm not speaking from, hey, look at my ride along. I made this much money. No, I'm speaking from reality of somebody in one of the craziest cities in the world doing over 12,000 rides, probably well over 25,000 people. You, you know, you count how many people are in your car. That I, I'm telling you what the truth is in the situations I have come across. Yeah. And I, you know, luckily, I've, I, you know, I've had past jobs where I know how to de-escalate stuff. Right. Um, exactly. But, but everything on the gig YouTube anymore is just pushed towards get out there, make as much money as you can. This is how you make as much money as you can. They could care less about safety, you know. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing with the safety is I show people flashlights, I show people headlamps, uh, you know how to do. I do this kind of stuff because that's safety, um, you know. And in my personal opinion, to me, some of these gig YouTubers they can't even talk about safety because they're making videos doing something super unsafe in the first place. Right. Um, when you're playing with your phone, recording video. So really, can you really take their word on anything safe when they're willing to break safety right in front of you? So that's why I'm a strong advocate of the one. And I get on people's shit because about the recording and this, all it's going to take is for you to look down at that phone one time and you run somebody over, you're sitting in jail, you hurt somebody in the car and all your YouTube money gets to go to them because you, you were goofing off playing with your phone. It's already dangerous enough yeah. messing with your phone while you're driving, trying to collect orders or trying to pick up customers, let alone do it while you're making videos. It's even worse. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the fact of like, you know, I mean, people will gravitate to what they gravitate to, but don't be fussing with it. Like use a, like uh, you and I both know Joe over at dark road run. Yeah. So if he if he's in his car doing something, he's actually mounting it, turning it on, and then he's not touching it for whatever he's doing. Exactly. So if, if you can do something like that, okay, do that. But don't be playing around too much because there I, I notice that too. Yeah. You know, I mean I I do and I, I I know that like you know, I I guess I wasn't around or I, I mean I wasn't as much in the conversation when Whenever you change from Roy will be Roy to, and I know you still are, but to temporarily at least, yeah. Roy will be toxic due to some comments and stuff. And I'm I'm wondering if part of it's not even just the fact that some people just can't take not just the reality of it, but just you know, like if you swear or if like you seem angry, and they're just like he's just mad, just and they yeah. turn it off in two seconds and didn't hear any content. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's actually not, a question. But that's a and question I'm not really of mine. Because no, mad. But, no, I know, I know. That's the thing. And you speak from passion. I do the same thing. I mean, sometimes I get pretty worked up on my podcast. Yeah. You know, and it's not it's not anger directed at anybody. It's that we're talking about something that is reminding me of things that have happened and other people. And then I might rem remember somebody that was killed, even or something. I mean, and then I, you know, just builds. I mean, if it doesn't, yeah. and you, know, I. I just, I guess I don't, I don't think the same way as people that don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing about the, the being passionate about it. Because when you come on here and you see people, you know, talking about, oh, it's Uber Lyft's fault. It's DoorDash's fault. They need to do this. They need to do that. And you're, you're, you're creating a, a situation where the, cousin, the person is driving or whatever. They're not preparing themselves for what could happen. Instead of telling them, okay, like, you need to take this precaution. You need to do that. 
Um, they don't do that. And that's the thing. And that's the thing. We we see it all the time in the news, people being hurt, people did random acts of violence. There are things that can be done to prevent that that nobody talks about because they don't want to be that negative guy. I have no problem being labeled toxic or negative. I don't have no problem. But, but I'm here to help people. I'm actually here to but help. But see, that's, that's the funny thing is to somebody like me, I don't like people who... Again, coming from the podcasting world, you know, people download the podcast and listen to the whole thing. On YouTube, there's a lot of people who listen for five seconds. Mm-hmm. So they might click on to a like in 10 minutes yeah. into because I watch yours all the time. I'm in there and a lot of the, everybody's in there. I mean, all of uh, all of the gay, all the gig tubers come in there and through there. So they most people I know don't have a problem at least getting in there and, you know, listening. And but I'm sure some people roll across it and they're just those people who have no attention span. First of all, they see some <laughs> exactly. kind of like something offensive and they're like, Oh no. Yeah. And yeah, I gotta awesome. wonder how much is that? Cause I, if they really, if, if, you know, if that one of those people, unless they was so, they were so offended at something, but otherwise, like if most of those people listen to an entire piece of yours mm-hmm. or do at least most of it, I think that they would say, cause this is how I always feel is that you're talking truth. But, you know, there's a little comedy added too, and that that always, at least in my, with me in my life, always helps me swallow a bigger pill. You know, if, if somebody's yeah. got some, if somebody's got some comedy in there, I I actually prefer it, even in the dark moments. Yeah, you know, and that's just, a, and that's the biggest thing with my lives is because I'm in the same industry as everybody else in here. I do the gig work, I do DoorDash. It just I haven't done DoorDash in a minute because I was boycotting DoorDash just for my own personal thing. Um, but I still do it. I did it like two weeks ago. Um, so I'm in this community. So that's why I open my lives up to the way they are, where I will interact with each individual person or I'll try to interact with each other person because you guys are in the mix. Everybody's in the mix here. And it's not, I just want to talk about myself and what I did that week. And I'm not about that. You guys need an outlet Drivers need an outlet to share their experiences. If they've had a bad experience, come on my channel and tell me about it. Come yeah. on here and share with my people. I may not have the most, but no. come on here and share with people so people understand what's really happening out there. You can go to some of these channels and you can put anything you want on their channel and you get totally ignored. It's not even a subject that's picking up. Like we'll say Bud Soda, for example. Bud Soda can go in my channel. He can say, hey, this happened to me this week. Be careful, guys. You could say that in some of these channels, and nobody would blink bat an eye at it, and nobody, right. no pre, no creator would even bring it up or or, right. or say anything about it. Yes. So that's why I have my open forum, not only because I don't really love talking about work all that much, so I allow people to open up and talk about whatever they want, and sure. so that's where you get the. I mean, I and I fully agree. You know, I think that. Uh... I mean, when I come on your channel, that's what kind of, you know, that's, I never get the toxic thing. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. Because when I come on there, I, I see you actually answering, like you just said, somebody will say, Hey, this happened to me. And I'm like thinking, you know, in the beginning, you know, just cause it was Roy was toxic almost when I noticed you, even though I already knew you were out there and kind of thing. But <laughs> when I first started watching, I'm like, why is he toxic? You know, like I, I didn't even know. I hadn't really seen stuff. I'm like, why, why are you toxic? And, yeah. and well, then I'm watching and, and, and you're not, you're just being real. Yeah. And somebody, but I did see people posting questions and I was thinking, does he not like the gig economy? What? But I think people are then missing out because you are having the real conversations that at least from the podcasting side, where we get a lot of downloads weekly, I got to tell you, people like the kind of conversations you're having. Yeah. 
I mean, well, they don't well, just want the everyday. Yeah. Hey, here's how you do this. And, and, and the reason why I get called toxic and negative and is because I'm going to tell gig workers they are part of the problem. They are gig workers are their own worst enemies when it comes to this 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 situation with these companies. Gig workers are their own worst enemy. Um, like we were talking about that AB5 thing with that lady the other day. That AB5 thing came because of a specific group of individuals that chose to sign up for a job that didn't know what it entitled to, which it ain't even a job. You're an independent contractor, and they don't know what independent contractor is. And so you get enough people barking and crying and whining about something. Now you done hurt everybody. You done hurt all the independent contractors, like you, for example. You write independent articles for uh, for newspapers or whatever the case may be. Um, usually he, they just ruined it for you because they jumped into some because you have other YouTubers or other friends tell them, oh, just do it. Just do it. Just go out there. You'll make a lot of money. And when they find out they don't, who are they going to blame? They're not going to blame their friend. They're not going to blame the YouTuber. They're going to blame the app. And that's where you these people need to start looking in the mirror and blaming themselves. And that's yeah. where I get the toxic stuff from, because I'm not willing to say you are your own problem. Um, like I said, the videos where people are, people are getting beaten up and stuff like yeah. I can, like I said, I you are the reason you got yourself beat up because you mm -hmm. did not know how to de-escalate the situation or you were uh, exacerbated the situation by thinking that uh, it's my car, my rules, everything goes, just shut up, and do what I tell you. That's not how it works. Right. Especially in the customer service atmosphere. And mm -hmm. when you're in tight quarters, you can't you can't have that mindset. Um, safety, like I said, it goes back to safety. You are number one. If you're trying to exacerbate a situation, you're putting your safety at more and more and more risk. Um, other than just saying, oh, you know what? You're right, customer. Blah, blah, blah. Here, I'm going to drop you off here. Please step out. And, and 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 another thing is none of these people have any confidence in themselves. They just walk around with their heads down. I've seen it multiple times delivered. Their heads down, jammed in the phone. They have no situational awareness of where they're at. Same with, same with driving in a car. If you're driving passengers, you've got to have some kind of assertiveness. You got to look like you're about your business, paying attention to the customer. You got to do that. You just can't jump in the car and look straight ahead and just drive. No. And that's no. something people need to learn to do. And you can't be doing this on your phone as they walk up to your phone. There's, exactly. There's a whole thing about, I mean, it's not just, you know, how to de-escalate situations. There's a whole thing on even if it's not your personality type, if you're going to do gig work, you need to learn to carry yourself. Yeah, exactly. you need you need to learn how to roll your shoulders back, keep chin yeah. up a little bit. You know, exactly. you don't have to go, you don't have to go through army training for this, people. But you, do, like Roy was saying, like looking at the ground. Don't do that yeah. stuff. That's people. That's what I think. I think you're talking about sometimes when you talk about random crime because a criminal might not be planning on doing a crime at a moment, but he notices something like that and he's going to do yeah. it right then. Exactly. These, these things right here are your biggest weapon against any kind. A crime that's going to happen to you is your eyeballs, watching your situation, looking at your area. Before you even jump out of that car or unlock that car, these things right here can save you 95 to 100% of your problems, depending on what the problem is, if you just use these. It's yeah. that simple. And and people are so, and, and I think one of the problems is because everybody's just after that money, that money, that money. That's all they care about. They don't look at anything else about, is this enough money for me to make? And if you have to do these gig work jobs just mm -hmm. to make the money or you're that hurting that you have to make this amount of money and it takes your situational awareness away from you 
because you're too concentrated on making that extra five dollars, then you need to find a different job. Yes. Plain and simple. Because yes. you know, or argue the five dollars after the customer's out or after the delivery's done. And if you yeah, want to exactly. take that 45 minutes or 10 or whatever it takes in your market to get on with support and earn your five dollars back, then by means it's your business, go do that. But yeah, don't exactly. don't be doing it as the passenger's getting out the door, the door's still shutting and you're already called. I mean, again, people people aren't people aren't always even to themselves as predictable as yeah. they think. You know, they might be down on their luck and be taking a ride somewhere. Notice that you just have your guard down huge and just be like, screw yeah. it. And just out of nowhere, weren't even planning anything. Yeah. Yeah. Crime yeah. is Those... oper- uh, m- most crime is done opportunistically. They yeah. do it opportunistically because they see it's a situation. Like I said, they see some guy just looking down at his phone, not paying attention. All they got to do is run up and steal your phone if that's all they want, because you're mm-hmm. not even paying attention. You don't even know they're there. Um, they're not paying attention to their surroundings, walking up to pitch black, dark houses, no flashlight, bushes everywhere. They're just not paying attention because they're more focused on that. Oh, I'm going to get my $5 for this delivery. And you're not even paying attention to walking yourself into a dangerous situation. Right. Whereas you could simply pull up, damn, that house is dark. Look at all those bushes. Contact the customer. Hey, can you come out to the sidewalk and meet this and get this food? Um, your lights aren't on, your bushes are overgrown, you know, it's simple stuff like that. And if you can't get a hold of the customer, then you know what? Call, like you said, call support, get your yeah. half pay, get your free food and move on because yeah. it's your safety at the end of the day. Fuck a five dollars, excuse my language, screw a five dollars. If it's two fifty keeps you alive at the end of the night versus five dollars, take the two fifty. That's yeah. more important. I mean, me, I'm, you know, I don't like, I, I, the only thing I used to do back in the rideshare day that would waste my time, but I have a 15 year old son who lives with me five days a week. So it was more of a personal thing, but there was a, a, a year and a half where all of the high schools around here and the high schools are pretty big in Denver. Like we have one near my house that has 4,000 in attendance. So it's got a thousand per grade and there's always two police cars out there every day at three o'clock. I would be pinged there every day with underage riders. And I did used to take the time to follow those through to the T. I learned how to park behind the police cars, turn my dash cam to the window, lock the door, have the, have them walk right up to it and say, you know what, you know, you sure you're 18? You know, (laughs) it was always their parents. It was always their parents account. Oh, my mom said it's okay. Well, it's not okay. And she can't, you can't be in here without an adult. So. Exactly. And see, that's where, and that's why drivers need to be proactive on themselves as well, because you see that a lot. I have to, uh, I get a lot of kids calling me from high school. They get there, and then they drive off because it's a high school. No, like me, for example, I did the same thing as you did. I went one step further because a lot of these school police officers, they don't know the rules of Uber and Lyft. Exactly. So it was, it was a simple situation. I went. I would go up to the school police officer that's sitting out there watching the kids and this and that, and I told him, I said, sir, you cannot have these young kids calling Ubers and Lyft. If you see an Uber and Lyft pull up to pick up a kid, as you as a policeman, you need to question that. And you need to ask, hey, how old are you? Can you prove to me that you're 18, you're allowed to take this? You know, So you as a driver can solve your own headache by educating these people at these schools, educating the officers at these schools. I did it all the time. And I had, I had situations where I would go to the school, the police officer would be like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. So you didn't put yourself in danger by fighting with a fucking teenager, excuse me, a teenager, because the officer was already there saying, can't do it. 
So right. that if that lifted that pressure of you having to argue and fight because you already made the officer aware of the situation. You yeah. didn't have that problem, you know? So Yeah, and don't ever allow them the argument either. Like if they if they start arguing, just be like, look, I said out, out. You know, I mean, like, well, make it again. It can, yeah. I mean, even body language, guys. I mean, like, if I'm even if I'm looking up and I'm like this, or I'm like this, you know, which way looks more serious? You know, I well, mean, then, like, if you carry yourself better, people do respect you. The size and all yeah. that doesn't matter. People will respect you if you carry yourself like a person. <laughs> well, not only that, is if you're pulling up to a high school, you already know there's a chance this person's underage. Your Most doors likely. Your door, even, your door should not even be unlocked to begin with. No. You roll that window down, say, are you the one ordering a ride? Are you 18? Can you prove to me that this is you, 18 years old? Um, so they have no access to your car anyways. Right. You know, that's the problem I see in a lot of the videos. You know, Uber has this rule. Lyft has this rule. Three people because of the pandemic. How many times have we seen videos where they let four or five people get in the car, shut the doors, and then turn around and say, um, I can only take three of you. You already just, now you just opened yourself up to the issue. Your eyes, like I said, your eyes. You can tell me you pulled up to the scene. You can see five people standing there. Why did you let five people get in your car, shut the door, and then turn around and say, I can only take three? Where you could have simply rolled down the window, I can take three. If that's not good enough, order this and be on your way. They're, they just, they're the, causing their own issues. That's the yeah. problem. I can't tell you the amount of times driving here in Denver, I'd go downtown and even business people at hotels who could afford the upping the level to XL or something where it was a six seater and more yep. accommodating. I can't tell you the amount of times I had three, four, you know, or I'm, I'm driving Uber X. And so I get up there and it's like five big guys or whatever. And they're like, you know, and it just, then it, it, they, they understand I'm carrying myself well. So we're, they still understand don't, I'm not going to do this, but then it came, and I don't hear people mention this a lot, but it came down to cash a lot. They'd whip their wallet out and be like, dude, 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 40 bucks. You're taking us eight blocks. Come on. I mean, it really became like trying to deal with me. And I, I would just laugh. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it, man. I'm exactly. like, you know, I'd prefer you cancel, but if you're not gonna, I'm, I'm going to cancel. So yeah, exactly. It, it's well, getting, uh, it's getting canceled. Do you, would, you, would you please do it? That's usually how. Yeah. And that, and that's another thing I see too. They, they, they boot a customer out of the car. Customer gets out of the car yelling and screaming. They roll down their window yelling and screaming at the customer. You're antagonizing people. You are mm -hmm. exacerbating the situation. You already kicked them out of the car, drive up, wait your five minutes, get your money, and leave. Why are you sitting there arguing with people? You know, right. all it's going to take for them to reach in your window and suck you in your mouth. That's the stuff. <laughs> they need to learn to stop doing. Yeah. Is if you, if you have to boot somebody out of your car, don't sit there and argue. Tell them, hey, get out. And like you said, you have to be assertive. You have to tell them. You have to be serious. I need you to step out of my car. And not none of this telling them 25 times. Say, no, right. I'm asking you to get out of my car. You give them two chances on that. Please get out of my car. I don't want to. Fine. Get on the phone with the popos. Call them up. That's yep. it. That usually will get them out of your car. And if it doesn't, guess who's getting them out? The popo. But you're yeah. not sitting there arguing and fighting, wasting time. You right. know, you know, and, and, and that's another thing. You, people need to be assertive. Just quit giving too many chances. Too many chances are given when when you guys see these videos and gotta, stuff like that. You know, one or two you, as, as a rider too, I've been in the back seat and I've I've I always am watching the drivers so much because it's what I do. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, of course I'm like seeing how they do it. 
And I've, you know, I've left the bar a couple times with people that I'm friends with, but maybe we're too drunk. And even I knew if this guy asked us to go, we're going because you guys are being jerks. So, like, <laughs> you know, but like one thing I always thought was it never worked was never look in your rear view at people and talk to them. Never yeah. turn around and show them that you're talking to them yeah, and exactly. to get out. Yeah. Don't swear at them. Don't start threatening them just say i need you to exit the vehicle right now yeah, yeah and we have so many disgruntled drivers nowadays is because once again you have these people on these videos they're there's they're bad mouth in the job they're bad mouth in the work so bad that people are just going out there they already got a shitty attitude um they already got this bad look on their face they're already expecting bad things to happen i never went out working with a frown on my face i was always mr happy because yeah. it, oh, yeah. I like to do it. I wanted to do it. I didn't, you know. So that's, that's part of that's just part of 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 working in customer service, though. Yeah, or be, exactly. You or, have or, to, you, or being in the you know in the industry, like I say, you know. I mean, like okay. long before gig work, I was doing bar work. I mean, I'm bar backing. I'm doing the doing the door. I'm stocking. I'm waiting. I'm you know yep. bartending. I I you know it's no you know the rule about no job. No, you, you never say no to a job on in in the bar. I mean, because yeah. nothing's beneath you. If somebody says yeah. clean that, you just clean it. I'm yeah. a bartender. I don't do. Yeah, you do clean it. You well, know, everything everything we run across nowadays is based on first impression. Yeah. So if you get if if, if you pull up, you look like a, a dirt bag and a grumpy ass a grumpy ass evil person. Uh, what do you think that person getting in your car is going to look at? That's first thing they're going to see. Damn, this guy is like all grumpy and. That, you know, that's so that sets the tone for the ride right off the bat. Yeah. I used to, when, I, when, go ahead. And when something minor does come up, you're you, you're already sitting there in a bad mood because and you go off the chain because somebody asked you to stop at McDonald's, you lose your shit. And next thing you know, you're yelling at the customer to get out. Next thing you know, they're yelling at you like, for what did I do? I just asked to go to McDonald's. So you're setting up yourself for a disaster just because you're grumpy, you know, you listen to these people telling you, oh, blame this, blame that. No, blame yourself. If you can't do it, don't do it. Right. You know? Or if it's 2 a.m. and the bars are letting out and you know that the wait, and this is pre-Uber Eats for me, what I'm talking about. This is just rideshare. Somebody's in my Uber and says, hey, bro, will you drive through uh, McDonald's for me real quick? You know, I'm, I always was easy. I was just like, listen, I'm like, I'm happy to drop you off at McDonald's. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit in the line. I'm, I, I yeah. got to work. And usually, yeah. like even a drunk person could would snap with that. As soon as they hear the word "work," I got to work. Yeah, they'd be like, "Well," and then at least maybe the money came back out. And in those situations, there were sometimes maybe I took a twenty or something to sit in the yeah, line. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, for for a good cash, for a good cash tip, I would have no problem sitting in McDonald's line. Right, but you I mean, long, most of the time it was just time. more of a suggestion. Like I can drop you yeah. off there, man. I can't. Yeah. I can't sit in the line, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, just easy stuff. I just, yeah. I, again, I even told my son this, I said, you know, I wish, I, I wish that everybody had to have a job in the service industry 20 hours a week in your senior year to graduate high school. Yeah. I wish that, I mean, cause you learn, you learn stuff in high school, but there are other things about life you need to learn and how could you really get it all into something? Yeah. I think the service industry would be the way. Make yeah. them take, because I mean, I've had all the jobs in the service industry and they're not easy and you never have nice bosses. So you learn the the world. 
You yeah. learn you learn what and, as soon as you leave high school what it really is like. Even yeah, though you and, 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 let's be, and let's be honest with you, these job these these gig platforms, it's not so much the driving part. It's it's customer service is the number one thing when it comes to these gig works. It's all based right. on customer service and how you react to the customer, how you react to the merchants. So it's all on you. Like I said, first impressions are everything. You walk into a restaurant to go pick up a DoorDash, slamming your phone in people's face looking like you're just angry at the world. Nobody wants to help that. You go in there, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 I got to order. Don't throw your phone at it. Show some personality. Show some personability to that person. You're going to get a lot farther. And that's what I'm saying. Everything is being pushed on how to do the app, how to do the app, how to do the apps. Why don't we start pushing on how to be a better customer service person Right. to begin with? How to be a better person. Because that <laughs> that yes. that will you know that will that will solve ninety five percent of your problems is just being a better person and and stop worrying about the app so much worry about yourself first because you know you're you're never going to be successful if you ain't taking care of yourself first you're never going to be successful at it, you know and that's the problem it's like nobody and that's why I'm toxic and negative because I don't jump that bandwagon and want to blame everybody else. I blame, like, I blame myself for my lift situation. Why? I'm the one that did it. I put myself in that situation. Nobody else. I can't blame Lyft for deactivating me. I broke the rule. I did something. I took responsibility for it. But that's the thing. Nobody on these apps want to take responsibility. It's what can the apps do more for me? What can the apps do more for me? The apps don't have to do nothing for you. They give you, they give you the option. Take this order or don't. Done deal. They don't have to say, oh, um, well, let's give this guy five dollars extra because he's from California, and we know how they cry all the time. That's not how it works, you know. And, and and that's the problem with this this gig YouTube shit too. Is they need to start educating on people what a true independent contractor is, and not concentrate like this Instacart thing is off the chain with yep. their, the, how much they're being these videos. Oh, they're just disrespecting their shoppers. They don't have to respect you. All they're doing is giving you an option. Take it or don't. You know, they don't have to fucking bow down and kiss your butt because you chose to do this as a full-time job. And now that it isn't profitable enough for you, oh, it's their fault. No, it's your fault because you chose to make it a full-time job. Now it's not working for you. Move on. Quit blaming the app and quit trying to get these, these guilds or whatever they are to try to do things for the app because, once again, you end up with AB5. They start yeah. bringing this shit, and and we all know politicians go balls to the wall when they get one wild hair up their ass. That oh well, we'll just go crazy, and that's what happened with AB five. They just went uh -huh. crazy and screwed you, screwed every other type of independent contractor in California, just because not, you not have me yet. I'm I'm in Colorado, so not me yet. However, we are a state being looked at for AB five yeah, exactly. type leg legislation, and, and I'm not just I'm not just talking about through the Pro Act nationally either. I'm talking about us our state is being targeted. Yeah. And then you got so, people outside Tony shoes house whining and crying. They ain't making enough money. Um, is that Tony shoes problem or your problem? Tony yeah. shoe didn't go to your house and say, Hey, Michael, come deliver for me. They know that's not how it works. You signed up for it. So right. why are you outside his house yelling and screaming? You ain't making enough money. Move on. That's your problem. Not his. Right. You know, you know, I mean, a perfect example about I'm going to use Instacart here for an example, because I've done the rideshare apps, I've done the delivery apps, I've done Curry, I've done some of the side apps, but I avoided all the 
shopping apps like the plague. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just did. Even during the start of the, of the pandemic, um, yeah. when it was making all that money. But I had Lisa on the other night and we were talking and she and, and we were comparing because we had night and day stories. And Lisa said, you know, she loved Instacart because it was making her all this money. I told mm-hmm. her I just took on a challenge on because of my my podcast listeners were saying, you know, like, uh, hey, you've never done any of the groceries. I said, yeah, but I've never said I would either. I don't want yeah, to do exactly. it. And they're like, yeah, but you've done the rest. Do them. I'm like, fine, whatever. So <laughs> I took on I took on a two week challenge and I signed up for shipped and Instacart. <laughs> I onboarded within 24 hours onto both. And um I worked both. I have I am now done, except for that I'm waiting to take one Instacart order. I took about, you know, I took my share of shipped. Um, not my favorite app, but I actually it it did okay. But I did Instacart and I was telling Lisa, I'm pulling it up daily. I don't see one thing on there I'd take. So I'm not gonna go to I'm not gonna go to the anybody, the CEO, the CFO, the CTO, I'm not going to go to their house because yeah. those orders suck. I'm just not going back to Instacart. Yeah, exactly. That That is your whole deal. Don't like it. Don't do it. Why, why are we trying to, why are we trying to fight these big giant corporations that never promised you anything to give you something? Don't do it. It's that simple. They yeah. didn't promise you all that. You signed up because yeah, you were getting baller amounts and now you're not. So now it's all, oh, it's their fault. No. Time to move on. And what I and what I hate to break it to all these people when they keep signing up for all these newer apps and they keep coming out. Guess what? All these newer apps do that at the beginning. They fatten up those paychecks for you until they get themselves established. And guess what? They'll turn into a DoorDash. They'll turn into everybody else the same. So the when everybody the thinks, oh, I'm period. Yeah, the I'm going to go to this app because they're paying more. Okay, well, sooner or later, once they get established, they're going to do the same thing. And see, that's I mean, what everybody thinks. Oh, I can just jump to more and more apps. Sooner right. or later, all them apps are going to be running the same. You know, I can, like I can, I can tell you guys from interviews that I've done with CEOs of companies that are starting up. Many are really good, have great platforms. Like Dumpling is a true independent contractor platform. And that is coming from me who knows what they are. They don't assign you clients, so you got to get your own clients. They help you with the platform and stuff. And having your own page and how to do things and with credit cards and that kind of stuff, but they take yep. it 2%, but it's a real business. It's a way to set something up, but you got to find your customers. But I don't know these. Yeah. I, you know, I was also thinking back to what you were saying about like how some creators could make um, a video. And I was thinking, well, how could they, you know, they don't want to have a series of videos, but I think it is reasonable to say that if you're creating that you could make one five minute video on the apps that you're talking about and say, Hey, on my channel, I talk about blah, 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 blah. And what I want you guys to know is this. And as one YouTuber does it, then another will, and he'll make it a little better because he'll see that somebody forgot a couple things. Yeah. And it, I think it would actually become viral amongst this community. If, if one or two made a five minute video, I mean, who knows? There's probably some people that would watch to see if it got enough hits. If it did, then they'd do it. But there are some good people who would just do it, who'd go, you know, he did it. That's a good thing. I'll do that. Yeah. And what's funny right now is you you have all these people bitching about Instacart and them not paying. So they're all running to Corner Shop now. Corner Shop's the new big boss on there because they're giving these higher payouts. Guess what? Once Corner Shop shop gets established, (laughs) similar to Instacart, guess what? Whoop. Companies are here to make money. And 
and corner shop's going to get a corner shop is going to get popular way quicker than the other exactly. ones because it's under the Uber mm-hmm. umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's like, it, 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 and I'll tell you, for example, how all these companies work together. For the most part, DoorDash starts to accepting cash. What, three days later? Now we got Uber Eats accepting cash. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Grubhub's going to start accepting cash. And these videos are, are just ridiculous to me because um, the cash on delivery is done by pretty much everybody in the service delivery business. UPS, post office, FedEx, pizza delivery shops. Um, so, so this whole concept that oh they're moving backwards. No, they're 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 doing the same thing everybody else does. Mm-hmm. They're they're looking for another avenue to make money, which is cash on delivery, and it's been around for hundred a hundred years since they've been delivering stuff. So mm-hmm. this whole oh they're trying to put us in harm's way. No, they're not. You can decline it. Don't do them. There you go. You're not in harm's way. So. Right. It's like they're pushing. They call me toxic because I'm a fear monger. But yet they're the ones pushing the fear, getting thousands and thousands of views and subscribers. When the guy sitting here says, um, "Just don't do it. We right. we can't get the subscribers or the right. views." You know, and and I and, and I'm the one that's toxic and a fear monger. But yet they're the ones talking about, "Oh, they don't care about you." Well, anybody in this room, do me a favor, raise your hand. But prior to the cash on deliveries, you thought DoorDash really cared about you. Raise your hand. I guarantee you nobody's raising their hand right now. They never cared about you. So to quit spreading that kind of garbage. Well, none, um, of, the, none of the it. apps, none of the apps do. The, 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 yeah. uh, the only thing I'll say, the only reason that they do care about you is if if you clicked the I accept the TOS box, <laughs> which you obviously did if you're working the thing. Exactly. Because if you did that, you just allowed them to sell all your data. Exactly. And, that, and therefore, you just became a a day, a, a you became part of the, their data farm that brings in tons of money. Yeah. And so that on that level, they're like, yeah, we love you. Yeah. You know, can we so, keep stealing yeah. your data? And you're like, yeah, that's why they send a new TOS every six months with every. Yeah, exactly. they gotta update you're, everything, you're signing away more of your life every time. <laughs> and not only that, when you sign in terms of ter- what's funny is you have all these people bitching and complaining about these ads, but yet y'all still continue to do them. They still continue to do them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The first two or three times I put my hand on a hot stove, guess what? I didn't do it no more. So, uh, you know, I can only go to my mom two or three times. Like, uh, I burned myself again before she said, quit putting your fucking hand in there. And guess what? Oh, didn't burn my hand anymore. So, to sit there and complain, you know, complain about these apps nonstop, 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 but yet you still do them. So, who do we blame? Do we, at the end of the day, do we really blame the app? Or do we blame you because you're the one that keeps doing it? You keep yeah. signing terms, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like I've told, I mean, people who know that I've been in it as long as I have, you know, like I recently had Sergio from LA who's, you know, he he works for Harry. But if you know the story um, of Sergio, the only reason he works for Harry is because every time when Harry Rideshare guy was getting started, he'd put out an article. Sergio would put one out the next hour saying how harry was wrong and breaking it down you're wrong on every point here you're not a driver and what did harry do he hired him <laughs> yeah exactly so no but sergio works for him and he's still an honest guy he's a great rideshare driver and i had him on recently and we were talking and i said you know what are you making these days and we really broke it down and he's still earning great and he's like you know look and and this is kind of exactly how i feel he's like you know steve that the pay rate has gone down you know, this has happened. He's like, and it sucks that there's games. You know, it sucks that there's, you know, 
you got to do this or this bonus or this quest or this or that, or cause they're just games. If it really came down to it, there are better systems, but we're not going to probably get them, you know, by asking for them. It's, it's we're things will only change at Uber on the app when Uber wants it to change. It's not going to change yeah, exactly. as a people. Um, and, and that's the thing. And what people need to realize is it's never going to change for you. It's never going to change for you, the driver. It's only going to change right. for them. Yeah. These companies are only going to do something that benefits them. They don't care about you. And, right. and, and, and that's why I'm so, that's why I always push so much about you don't like it, get a job. And everybody said, oh, when people tell you that, get a job. They're just, no, it's, it's not an excuse or it's not, no, it's a legit thing. Go out and find a job that one, you're happy doing every day. You're not disgruntled because right now you're doing gig work. You're just disgruntled all the time. And that, that affects the way, you know, you're driving. That affects the way you're dealing with customers. Go find a job you're happy at that or live within your means that you can get a job and be happy at doing. But see, I'm toxic for that. I'm toxic because I tell people, don't like it, don't do it. And that's I, making I think, me toxic. I think you're just toxic because you say it. I don't think you're toxic exactly. anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I think exactly. you, just, you just need to I, take I, the I, word rather, toxic I, out and yeah. you won't be toxic I, anymore. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have a discussion on what, what what can I do to make my car safe for a ride share than to show you a ride along and drop off and pick us. But right. see, that's not what people want. That's not what people want. Right. You know, they'll, they'll complain all day about not being safe, but yet they won't listen to the guy that will give you ideas on how to make your job safe. They won't do that. They'll listen to the guy showing, oh, look, I made $200, pick up a drop off, pick up a drop. That's what they'll watch. But they don't watch the one thing they're bitching about the most, which is safety. When you have a guy here, myself, that is more than happy to tell you whatever you need to know to keep yourself safe. They don't yeah. do it. Yeah. And, and what's another thing is because some of these gig YouTubers, they get that mindset that everything is about them. Once they hit that certain subscriber level, I know everything. I'm the shit. Everybody should listen to me. Attitude they have. They're the ones that should be pushing smaller people. That More people should push my channel because I'm willing to tell people the negative. If you're not willing to tell them, then send them to the person that's willing to tell them. Let them, let, let yeah. them have the guy that's willing to warn you, teach you how to keep yourself protected in your situation instead of just saying, oh, this guy's toxic. Don't go to his channel. Right. No, you should be pushed them. If you're not willing to tell them, you should send them to somebody who is. And that's and they don't do that. They don't do See, that. Yeah, your, your your channel should be Roy can warn you. Yeah. That's what it should be because, yeah. I mean, realistically, that's what you're doing. I mean, even though you're not warning people and trying to put craziness out there, but if people come in and say, hey, what about this? It's not like you're going to be like, you're fine. Like, you're going to tell them, dude, that was stupid. You shouldn't exactly. have done that. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have gotten to his face. You shouldn't have exited the vehicle, whatever point. I mean, no. like you, you and I and veteran drivers know we can hear a story and go that I know exactly where you went wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's <laughs> why like when I watch Dust, Dustin's channel, when I, he puts out all these videos, I, I go in the comments, I say, well, the driver messed that one up. The driver did. And then I'll get a ton of comments saying, Oh, you're just hate drivers. No, I don't hate drivers. I was a driver. Remember uh, I'm telling you what he did wrong. That's the thing. You need to pay attention to what did he do wrong? Not, oh, you just hate drivers, so blow your comment. No, no. Yeah. It's like it's like the whole COVID thing. We talk about these incidences where pastors are reaching over, punching people, you know, stabbing them, doing whatever. It's funny is that, once again, it's your business. Um, there are dividers out there that you can go that aren't reasonably too expensive to put between you and your customers if you are worried about the safety as much as you say you are. More mm -hmm. people put plastic up because they were afraid to get coughed on than they are worried about than they are worried about putting yeah. Then worried about putting a, yeah, the, worried about putting a fuel stop up so they don't get anyway. in the net. 
You know? So it's like, come on, you know, where are your priorities? If, if you're that worried in safety, then you need to fix your car so you are safe. Um, more people were worried about, you know, plastic because they were getting coughed on than they are worried about getting stabbed in the back of the neck. It's it's crazy mindset out there. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. It is. And to be honest, our Lyft was selling. I don't know if you remember when it, Lyft started. Exactly. The Lyft started exactly. the Lyft. They had a store exactly. for like a minute. You know, exactly. You know, it was like, and, and that's the thing. They don't want to put any money into their business. They expect the apps to do it. Oh, why does the app do it for us? Well, because you're a contractor, you're an independent contractor. You're your own business. You're responsible for your own stuff, not Uber and Lyft. So they shouldn't have to buy you anything. Yeah. You buy, you know, do you expect Uber and Lyft to buy your toilet paper so you can wipe your ass at night? No, it's your <laughs> responsibility. It's your business. And, you know, and realize when Lyft says, hey, we're selling dividers, get on other platforms and look for dividers for a better price. You don't exactly. have to buy theirs. Exactly. Theirs is going to exactly. be crap. Yeah, and exactly. it's going to be expensive. So yeah. take take those as hints, not as, oh, this is the one I have to have. Again, yeah, you don't work exactly. for Lyft. You don't have to do anything. Exactly. You, you have exactly. to do what makes you, you know. I do have yeah. some people who had the full shields. And actually got in trouble because they they didn't have new enough cars or cars that had uh, vents in the back. So if you can't blow heat or air conditioning yeah. back there properly, I guess that that's a bad thing. So yeah, but there are certain, there are certain ones that you can have holes. Oh yeah, in them, or they have holes in them. And, and there's even know, ones that just do the headrest and a exactly. little more. Those are yeah. good. Or you can leave that gap about yay big at the top. Nobody's yeah. gonna reach. Nobody's gonna reach down there and grab you. You know. Right. Um, but that's the thing. Once again, it's because all these other people keep telling them it's the app's responsibility. It's no, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility, you know. And um, that's where my biggest issue is, and that's why I think I get so much hate is because nobody else wants to tell you you're the problem. And if more people would actually look at some of their comments, and that's another thing, they don't pay attention to the comments. They don't right. pay attention to their comments, you know. And you can look at the com. I can look at the comments. Yeah, I don't have like two hundred, three hundred people. But I can still look at the comments and be like, damn, dude, you should have did this or you could have did that. You know, they don't, you know, they don't care. They don't care at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? you know, you mentioned on a podcast a long time ago. Yeah, remember you said something about, and I I was like in full agreement. I was like, oh my God, that is straight up right. <laughs> because you said something about like, look, if you have this job, you're gonna hate it. If you have a W2 job, you're gonna hate it. If you have <laughs> like, and if you don't hate it, okay. I know I shouldn't say hate, that's a strong word. But don't you're never going to I mean, if you are, you're you're rarer than the one percent in this country. But if you if you any job you have, you're going to have a problem with you're not paid enough. You don't like your boss, whatever. I mean, so there's no I mean, with few exceptions, there's really not many jobs you're going to have where you don't have any problem at work. You just love it. Exactly. You, You wished you could live there. Yeah. You know, it's just not exactly. a thing. It's like... Even billionaires have problems. <laughs> right. So the things that that any rideshare driver will never have an issue or a bad day. Yeah, that's that's their mindset. Yeah, we, nobody, everybody's going to complain about something. Yeah. Um, whether it's not, I don't get paid enough. I don't have enough good-looking girls at my job. My boss sucks. It, it, it comes with the territory. But to keep blowing, but to keep all these other gig YouTubers, keep to keep. Sending this idea that everything below the app has to do it all for you. Um, mm-hmm. that's my issue, man. I can't I can't stress enough that you once again you are an independent contractor. You are number one here, not the apps. But and, see, and you, you just said you just said the problem again. I mean, we keep you and I keep saying it today. 
they're an independent contractor and I'm not yeah. trying to diss on anybody specifically, but most people don't really know what that means. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, you know, and if, and if they, if they know the basic definition, they still don't know enough depth to call themselves yeah. one. Exactly. And, you know, and everybody, you know, and, and the more you, you complain about these, these apps should do this, this app should do that. Now you're opening yourself up to get AB5 where they end up damn near making you an employee. Because or are destroying you, everything in its path. Yeah, you want to be you want to be this independent contract business owner, but you want you want all the benefits of an employee. That's not how it works. Right. You either you know you got to do for yourself. And I can't tell you. I know that you've seen some of the videos with the ladies I work with on AB Five out of California, and they're yeah. like they're like pretty tough ladies, man. They're yeah. not, they're awesome. But I can't tell you the amount of people when we were talking to drivers and such. I can't tell you the amount of people who were like, we love AB5 because I'm going to get paid a, a floor payment for the same thing I do now. I go, what do you do now? And they would explain it to me. And what they were doing was sitting at home and cherry picking rides. I said, that's over. I said, I, I, I'm confused how you don't understand that. Yeah. The second you're an employee, you're not allowed to pick rides. They send you exactly. one, you take it. You, exactly. they, might, they, they even would have the right to say, hey, Tomorrow morning at six, not only just scheduling you, but tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., let's say you live in L.A., they could say, we need you, you know, halfway to San Diego. And this is where you're going to yeah. work today. Exactly. Because it most likely would have gone to a franchise model. And we know how those work. Yep. You know, because Uber's not going to take on all the liability of an, a W-2 employee or, or for W-2s of 3 million people. Yeah, exactly. They're not exactly. going to do it. So they're going to make franchises and make those franchise owners weed out the bad ones. And the yeah, other exactly. thing is, if you're one of those people who wanted AB5, those franchise owners aren't going to hire you. You're the, the, you're the last people they want. Yeah, exactly. You're fighting their damn bill, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 all these people are fighting to be the one thing that they don't want to be. That's what's fucking funny about it when you think about it. They're all fighting to want to be an employee, but they want to be an independent contractor. Yeah. It makes no sense. It makes like you're fighting to be the one thing you don't want to be. And, and that's just their mindset. And and because we have people out here that push that idea, that's where that shit comes from. That's why I say gig workers are their own worst enemy. It's because they're the ones causing that pressure. Most drivers that get beat up, you cause your own self to get beat up. Now, granted, there are you know a small percentage where you can't do anything. Even I, as big and as capable of doing something can happen to me. It, it, but at least you're more prepared if you have that mindset and you're you're looking for the you're using those tools you were given you got a better chance at the end of the day yeah. you know so you know and, i mean and people i don't I think, it's, I think it's a great idea what you said for one. I really, I, I had never really thought about it. I'm always trying to think outside the box, but I never really thought, you know, like why doesn't. And so I guess this is kind of a challenge, you know, like it's not, you know, it's not to be mean or anything, but if you have a channel out there, you know, and you make videos, you're already making them, make a five minute video on safety because, yeah, well, see, because people the, gravitate to different channels and listen to your voice. So let them hear it in your voice yeah. because you're somebody they listen to. You know, I don't, you know, I'm not going to pick on anybody, but I could like, I, I would use big subscriber names. Like, you know, I saw a driver sensei in here. Or, um, and again, it's not on him. I'm just, I know he's got a lot of subscribers. Um, Pedro, those, you know, those kind of channels, like if they did a five minute video, Pedro has a lot of people that come to see Pedro. They would watch that five minute video. Yeah. 
And it, you know, again, I really do. While while we are still here, I just got to say one more time for those of you that weren't in the room at the time. Um, if you are creating and stuff, you know, like I was saying to Roy, like in the podcast world, it's a little bit different, and everybody seems to do this. And I, one thing I noticed coming over here is that not often enough at all are people saying, in my opinion, or something of that nature, and you need to, because you don't know. And again, all these people following you trust you. They they are counting on you to be what you're saying is fact. And if if you don't put a disclaimer, like, in my opinion, they're going to think that that's that. And I don't know. But see, also, you got to remember, when when people make these safety videos, the negative stuff has to come up. And see, that's the problem. Uh, they all, they all, they all put their channels as positive, positive, positive. Unfortunately, when it comes to safety and explaining situations, when it comes to safety, that there is negative that comes away. I can't do a safety video for anybody without telling you: you might get stabbed in the neck, you might right. get punched in the face, you might lose your car, you might lose your life. You can't say that and not make a good safety video. But see, with all these channels basing everything out positive 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 they can't do a safety video because chances are they could but would it be as good as one that's giving you 100 percent of the reality of it or just there uh, be careful no do but this. but you it could know. but it could be a start you know i mean yeah. they're doing it in their voice yeah they're not going to talk about the extremes like you're talking about they're doing it in their voice yeah. and people come to watch them so they'll listen maybe everything links from there to tougher videos yeah. Well, my thing, too, my thing, too, is when it comes to safety, you should be the dog in the house. You should be barking at fucking people. Oh, excuse my life. I'm trying not to cuss so much. You're good, man. You should, be the one, good. you should be the one barking in the video to make to, to make people realize how serious these situations are and how serious your safety is. You should be the one dogging out people. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be sitting there, like, looking like Mary Poppins trying to do it. No, you should be all of in that drilling people. And uh, because that's how you get it to people's heads is mm-hmm. how, you know, how you can't take a situation. You can't take an issue serious. If you got Mary, okay, let's say put Mary Poppins, Stone Cold Steve Austin, when it comes to a serious situation, who do you going to think people are going to gravitate to that to really be taken serious? They're going to go to Steve Cole because he's in your face. <laughs> he's showing you and he's telling you the reality where Mary Poppins is just putting a rainbow on it and some sugar. So she's flying so, away, though. Exactly. So th- th- if you if you're if uh, my recommendation is anybody does these videos, be serious, be passionate about it, and 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 get down to the real situation. Don't sugarcoat it. I don't sugarcoat anything. Period. I've been stabbed as a. But I, I don't. I don't see. Like I don't see the reason to though. I mean, they yeah. don't have to go full to the wall. I mean, they, it would be better if they did. But I mean, like. They don't have to go full to the wall, like especially the ones who are established, you know, go to do what your audience would like to see you do. But these yeah. I, I know that these I mean, maybe they just haven't thought about it either like that. I hadn't. And maybe they, you know, if they do a five minute video in their voice, the way they would do it. I don't think that anything bad would happen to their channel. In fact, I think no. I think good things would happen. Yeah, I would hope so. And, 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 and to be honest with you, if you guys have an issue with that, send them to the people that are willing to tell people this. Send them. Don't 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 blow me off as being toxic. And I'm not saying promote my channel. I could care less. I never made this channel to be promoted and blown up. Not my deal. No, no. But you're but, willing to be honest with people. Exactly. Right? I, I'm, yeah. will, I'm willing to take that negativity because I'm speaking the truth. Trust me. I've been stabbed as a bouncer. I've been stabbed, so I know what it feels like when somebody stabs you. Trust me. Yeah. I know. 
So, yep. you know, I, it come, once again, it comes from experience. Yep. I'm not telling you that it's going to tickle when you get stabbed or, oh, no, it hurts. And you end up going to the hospital, plain and simple. Yep. So, um, and, you know, and that's the thing. We need to stop doing this whole positivity, positivity. I don't want to go to people's channels who aren't positive. <laughs> like I said, there is a positive message even in the negativity. Yeah, There's the, a, there, there is positive. You can learn from negative stuff. I, I'm, 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 I'm surprised all the people coming on these platforms aren't wondering where are the videos on the negative. Yeah. Yeah. I because mean, like, like I said, they, if, they, if they're not exposed <laughs> to it, they don't know how to react. They're not going right, to know but, how to react. But it sounds like you're on the same page as me. Like if, 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 if you and I onboarded to Rideshare tomorrow had never done it before with the way the state of things is and you knowing YouTube and stuff, and we jumped on here, I would want any person that I did go to their channel to have a video on, on some truths and have it so I can find it real <clears throat> too. Like one of yep. the first ones. Yep. You know, exactly. like this, this should be a prominent one that's held that, Hey, yep. you know, watch this first. And, and, and it, they can all end with, you know, Hey, listen, um, you know, this doesn't have to happen to you and you don't, and gig work doesn't have to suck for you. You yeah, can make exactly. this good. You just got to be aware. You got to know your surroundings. You got to know your area. You got to know even when you're somewhere you think you're safe, you're not. You got to all the things that you, you're just not trained. And it's, I get it, guys. The The apps don't even tell you to try and learn this stuff there. But you got to remember they can't. If they do, then they're in a huge trouble of employee situation. Yeah. And they avoid that at all costs. I mean, is it that they just hate drivers? I mean, they don't love us. And they're not looking to really help us a ton, but they don't hate us either. They just aren't, they can't help us. They're not going to. Yeah. Well, you can only cry about a situation so long before people, they, they blow it off after a while because that's all they're going to take it at. Oh, they're just complaining again. They're just complaining again. They're just going to blow it off. So if mm -hmm. you keep complaining about the no trip, no tip shit, people are just going to blow it off sooner or later. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Same thing over and over again. They're not going to take it serious. Um, and, and, and when that guy that was on Chicago, like when he was saying he was working with mayor Lightfoot. Okay. So you're telling me you're working with the most anti-police mayor out there, um, signs legislation to make it easier for criminals to get out of jail. And you're telling me you're working with her on safety issues when it comes to gig workers. That, that absolutely. When he said that, that blew my mind. And see, like, and, and there's the power of words sometimes because he minced words a bit. He's yes. working against Mayor Lightfoot in, okay, her well, face on, in her face on a daily basis. Yeah. Because Lenny is the guy. See, that's why I said I wish they weren't the ID. And I don't mean anything against the IDG. If people love it, great. Um, but the New York and the Chicago chapters are two different worlds. I don't even know how they birthed from the same place because they are night and day different. The Chicago one only deals with helping families, raising money of drivers that are shot, killed, hijacked. I mean, like we were saying, you know, it happens other places too, but not as much in Chicago. People call Chicago rideshare drivers and delivery drivers too now, by the way, to all of you that do delivery. Be safe too, because they call you out knowing, okay, eight bucks through the app. They're planning on shooting you in the face and taking your car just for a joyride night. It's not even to do anything or to scrap it. If you're thinking my car's not worth a damn, they don't care either. They're yeah. just shooting you to take your car and go go drive to a party for the night. And, and that's where I feel these get these, uh, these guilds or whatever, or even, even a YouTuber, 
can do something for the gig community in your area. Um, simple things like go to your local police department. They have all the statistics on what areas of your city are high crime rates or, or share that with your viewers. Okay. Let's say Pedro, he's in St. Louis. Pedro, go to the police department, get that data from the police that say this particular area is extremely dangerous at these particular time of nights. Pass that on to your drivers. So they at least have the opportunity to say, hey, okay, I don't want to go there because look at the crime rate. Look what's happening there. That is important data that any, even the guild places can collect, pass along to the drivers. You know, uh, that we see that people are raising money for funerals and this and that. How about we do some fundraisers to give people these shields for the back of the car? Well, that's you know? why he's in Mayor Lightfoot's face. He's you know? Lenny's the type of guy who will go out there and he'll get arrested. He's yeah. okay getting arrested any day right. of the week. But yeah, know? but we, you know, he, anybody can do I that. mean, because he's fighting for good, though. He's not, he yeah. doesn't want, he's not fighting for AB5. He's not fighting for unions. They don't want that. And yeah. that's part of the problem is that the IDG New York is kind of tied in union bound a bit. So it made IDG Chicago almost seem that way. Yeah. When really they're like, dude, we just don't want our drivers killed. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Great. Rename your group, yeah. bro. Cause but, but yeah, that's something that's something they can do too. You know, raise money for shields for people's car. Get yeah. this important get this important data. Have classes. Bring somebody in. Even if you have to pay them a couple hundred bucks, bring somebody in to have a class and teach people how to de-escalate situations. These are simple steps that will actually increase safety, not mm -hmm. decrease it. So, right. you know, instead of having to pay for somebody's funeral, let's say you bought 10 dividers, that stopped one funeral. Maybe right. that stopped a funeral, you know? So there, there are a lot of things that, even some of these bigger YouTube channels that make fairly good money, go out and buy a couple dividers. Give them out to a couple of your drivers. Show that you're really about safety. Just don't talk about it. Show them you're about safety. You know, yeah. you come out here, I want to make sure my community and my subscribers are safe. Then show them, show them, do something for them. Even yeah. if it's just collecting the police data in your local area to share with your local subscribers, yeah. that is showing that you care about their safety, that not is, just talking about. It. That's a and that's a great idea. You know, I'll tell you, working working at the bar I did on Thursday, Friday night, um, all the bars in the area did the after hours police program. Um, you know, having a, a a police officer at the door, off duty but in uniform, so. Yes. What that really meant, if any of you are unfamiliar with that, I think Roy knows what I'm talking about. But basically, the police officer's there if, like, he needs to pull his gun. But he doesn't even – he's relying on your staff to do everything. He's not going to grab people and throw them out of your bar. He's not going to bounce. He's not going to do anything. He's sitting at the door. He might double-check an ID if, if a, like, a door guy's looking. He's like, I don't know. And he's, no, nah, any good. You know, like – but he's not going to do anything. He's just standing there for four hours. And if there isn't a, a situation, most of the time, those off-duty po police officers would walk to the bar next door once they knew the police were there when we had to call them so that they yeah. weren't on the scene to have to be around for the report. I mean, but when, so well, I, the reason I bring that up is I've met a lot of cool police officers, a lot of them, and they work in a very rough district, District 2. It's one of Denver's toughest. And um, like pa like you were saying with Pedro, Pedro has enough subscribers and power to go into the police station and say, Hey, would you do this five minute video with me? <coughs> I have this many people that watch. Exactly. He did a bit. You know, what's funny about that. He did a the, video po about the, po the police love would love that. They would yeah. love it. 
Yeah, he did a video about bitching about tips, but you can't go get, uh, like you said, a police officer more than willing to go on camera and do a uh, do a little answer question answer thing like they did with the no tip guy. What's more important, your safety or your tips? Right. Let's be honest with you. Um, that's why I'm saying that is important stuff for safety. And um, so that's actually a very good idea. I tried to do that. I could never find a popo. Whenever I wanted to, I could never find one. Well, I was going to have them because my whole thing was because I, I kept harping on making videos while you're driving, what's going to happen to you, blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to get find me a popo, which I could never find, to explain what's going to happen to you if that's the case. What's going to happen to you? You're going to hear it from the police's mouth when you run over a kid because you're playing with your phone making videos. I wanted a police officer to say, hey, this is going to be the minimum you're going to face. This is going to be the maximum you're going to face. That way people see where it's coming from. It's coming from the popo. See, this is who you're going to deal with when you run over somebody. And but here, like, so Bud, Bud Soto, what's up, Bud Soto? He's saying like, uh, police around here wouldn't do that. See, here's the thing, guys. They actually would, but here's the deal: you can never go up to a police officer who's working. He's never going to do it. Never. He's going to say, "Sorry, guy, I can't help you," or he might be nice or mean. I don't know. Depends on his day. You can never go to the police station and watch for police coming out or in because they're coming on or off a twelve-hour shift, so they're never going to help you. You can't call for the captain because you're now skipping too many channels. You need to call whatever the district is you want to talk about specifically, that district police office uh, um, station, and you need to ask for the community outreach specialist. Or the PIO. Those are the, guys, those are the guys who will say to you, that, and they're not going to say, yeah, come outside right now, I'll do it. But they will make a meeting with you. Exactly. Because they yep. know your constituents of the area. It's just like a politician. They almost have to. Yeah. So they'll make, who knows what will come with it, but they'll make the meeting with you and they'll talk. Yeah, to just, you. just go call your local uh, public information officer that works with the police department. They'll set all that shit up for you. They, they're mean, more than happy to do it. They're more than right. happy to do it. And, and that's why I was saying somebody like Pedro, if they were saying, well, we're not going to do it. You know, first of all, that's not going to happen. They probably won't do that as long as you get the right person that you're supposed to. But if he were to say, look at how many subscribers, look how many live Friday night people I have on. Yeah, that might make a difference, but anybody in this room should be able to do this. Yeah. I mean, if you have if you have no subscribers or 10 million subscribers, it doesn't matter on YouTube. You should be able to go to your local police station and say, "Listen, I do ride share. I'm trying to put out a safety video. Um, would Not you help me?" Or whatever <laughs> whatever your approach be, but yeah. they are willing to help you. And, and you know what what is really interesting and probably all you people have Facebook, most of you do. I'm sure somebody on your friends list in Facebook is a police officer. Guaranteed. I know I, on my Facebook, I have at least two or three. So they're your friend. Yeah, You're on Facebook. They talk to you. They comment on your stories on Facebook. How hard is it to ask your friend, hey, you're a police officer. Can you do this real quick interview with me? You don't have to do it in uniform, but you can say, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. They'll ask, you know, they'll do that shit for you. They're your friends. Most you of know? the police I know not only would do it, but they would ask if they could do it in uniform. Yeah. It's not even a thing where they'd say, Do I have can I be out of uniform? They would say, Can I be in yeah. uniform? They like especially, making that they like making that presence. Yeah. Especially if it's a serious situation. Like if there's a high crime rate going on against Uber drivers, that that's something they could they could also put that shit on the news. You could get it to where it'll lead into a news story with the police about you know mm -hmm. safety with Uber and Lyft drivers. You know, not just your channel, but then you got news. You know, the news is now on it. 
So, or or even that, go to your local news station. Say, hey, I'm uh, one with the local guild from you know yeah. Las Vegas, you know, rideshare commission or what, or rideshare people. Can we do a story on about the situations going on? The news will jump on that shit in a heartbeat because we're a we're a tourist town. Tourists are need to be protected here, so they would be all over that. They would be all over that. So yeah. just go to your just call up one of your local news stations. Say, hey, we're having issues. As Uber and Lyft drivers out here being attacked, food delivery drivers being attacked, can you guys maybe do a story with me about it and like get some of the, our concerns out there? And boom, it gets done. Trust me. If there's, or you know, literally, even, even, even if you say, even even if you say, "Listen, I'm a rideshare driver who's been doing it for years or whatever," and I have a YouTube channel and a and a and a good size following in this area. A good size following to them could be two or three people watching because again, they're constituents. So even two people matter. So yeah. if you start saying, "Listen, I have a YouTube channel. Would you do this for me?" Even if they don't want to, they're probably going to because to say no to you is worse because now you're going to go make that video anyway. Yeah. Hey, the police wouldn't help me out here. And they, it, don't, they don't want that. And that's another question I have for the people in the chats are saying, "Oh, our police wouldn't do it. Have you tried?" How many have tried? And have you and have, and have you tried with the right people? Like I'm yeah, saying, exactly. no, don't don't go up to a cop in his car. Yeah, they're, they're dealing with you. Know, you never know what their day has been. But that's what I'm saying. Before, be. before we make assumptions that oh the police here won't do it, have you asked them? Have you yeah. went out and tried? Um, yeah. You know, have you put the effort in? You know, yeah. so I tried. I just couldn't find one um, because our police out here, to be honest with you, they they are some of the the roughest cops out there. But yeah. I, I have never. Uh, but they are willing to talk to you, even on duty. They have mm-hmm. no problem if you call them aside and you want to ask them a question. They have no problem answering you. Talk to you for five or ten minutes. They have no problem with that, unless it's something urgent they have to run off to. But I've done it multiple times. I'll ask them about something. When I was a uh, driver, when I do, when I did ride share, I'd come across the police on the regular, and uh, I just ask them a question. Uh, shit, I, I I got to ride in the back of a police car because of lift. And we had all kinds of conversations about it. So, so yeah, there are there are, there are police out there willing. You just gotta find those. You know, you just gotta, like I said, get to it with the PIO. He's gonna set you up with somebody, and you know. And if and if that. you're and if you're just not sure how to how to start that conversation, <laughs> try email. Just start with email, man. Because yeah. again, that's printed stuff too. You know, that's there's copies that you sent an email. Was it replied to? Because they know they have to reply. They can't leave you just hanging out there. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the the only other really thing I wanted to, that I wanted to touch on today was that um, I know safety was the big issue. But one thing I've been telling people lately because um, of the pandemic and everything is that coming out of this pandemic, everybody who's saying that, you know, I, 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 I want to make more money on these platforms. I want to do that. Okay. Again, we all want to. No matter what job you have, you want more money. You know, I've I've had a salary. I had a salary job for three years. Try a salary job. That's like being owned. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you you work when they tell you you don't get more money. You know, it's what it is. And uh, um, but it was luckily for a job I loved, so I didn't care. But I've told people that there's almost a new thing that you need to put into the gauging of yourself these days is your personal value in your market. And I don't just mean that to gig platforms. I mean that to jobs because right now, there, I was just reading in MarketWise yesterday that there's one in three gig workers now make most of their money from gig when that used to be about 15%. Yeah. 
is now 33. I mean, so people, I don't think people are realizing that there's 11 million empty jobs right now. And if in the past, before the pandemic, you were looking at these jobs, well, I'm not, I'm not qualified. I mean, this is asking if I've been, these jobs are willing to train people right now. Like you can, you can almost go out and get your dream job right now. If there's ever, if there's ever a time it's now, if you've ever wanted to be a circus trainer, go to the circus and get, get signed up right now. Cause they'll take you or whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, at least it maybe not whatever you want, but it, you've got the best shot you ever have in your lifetime right now. Yeah. And I've said that multiple times on my channel. Oh, okay. It is the oh. best time to find a job right now. There's so many jobs. You can pick of the litter of what you want. Right. To. I even mean like yeah. upping into more of a dream job though. Not yeah. just like, you know, I want to be paid more than last time. So I'll take this job instead of this one. Instead yeah. of that, shoot for the moon for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Like, go look, and if there's something that you're like, God, I love, I would love that job, and you're so passionate. Yes, I agree with you. In the past, you would have not just gotten it on passion. They would have said, No, dude, you're not qualified. No. However, right now, if you walk in with passion and not the experience they're looking for, places are going to train you. Yeah, exactly. They're exactly. going to size you up to if you're going to quit or not right away. And if they yeah. can establish, I don't think he is. They'll they'll train you. They'll train yeah. you on whatever you want to know. Yeah, but but everybody, like I said, everybody on here on YouTube, they 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 just push. It's all the app's fault. Like I said, they don't per, push personal responsibility enough because it's negative. It's right. negative when you when you blame people for their own problems. That's negative. That's why they don't do it. It's easier to blame. It's always easier to blame the other guy than it is right. to blame yourself. You know. And so, unfortunately, more people need to open their eyes to that. Like I've seen a lot of Jen on the go stuff lately. And she's 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 passionate about Instacart, and I understand, but she also needs to understand what an independent contractor is, and what needs to be fought for as far as quit expecting these apps to give in. That that's the thing we need. We need to everybody that makes content needs to push it. The apps aren't for you. The apps aren't for you. The apps aren't for you. I don't care if you got to do it. You do you do fucking pick up and drop offs all day, 40, 40 videos a week on that. Every every video, just a reminder. These apps yeah. aren't for you. Start getting that into people's head. You are an independent contractor. You are responsible. Quit blaming apps. Yep. They need to say that every video until that starts sinking into people's heads. Yep. You know, instead of blaming the app all the time. I, I you know, agree I, with I, that. And, and, and make sure that you're saying that it's your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, it worries. I it, it, for, it worries me, people, because it worries me that people aren't taking it seriously that you're putting out stuff that people are listening to. And you're saying, I mean, yeah, if, I if, if, if people your, trust, if people trust you, they're going to yeah. trust that you're, you're telling them the whole enchilada right now. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not, it is, it's funny. I started to watch your, uh, your podcast on, uh, professor, um, professor. Oh, um, you can't talk, you can't talk much about him cause you might get sued, but, um, I, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with that guy. His yeah. whole thing is it's always the apps. It's always the apps. It's always the apps. And you know, background checks, yeah. background checks. And uh Jen on the go did something about that the other day because I guess a couple people got robbed or um they're talking about background checks, this and that. Well, the, the place him and I align is safety, and I, I just align with everybody on that. So I'll talk to yeah. anybody. And yeah. if you've and it, people who know my podcast do like I usually like I'm a little bit different than most people. I don't just when I do AB five, I don't do AB five and why I want to be doing why I want to be an independent contractor. I actually have had 
the two toughest people to, I had Vina Dubal who wrote the law in California. I had yeah. Willie Solace, who's part of, you know, full blown at AB five. If I report on something serious, I have the other side on the next week or two. So I really put myself in the mix and I have to be willing to say, no, well, I don't agree with that because, you know, I mean, so I'm willing to really talk about both those sides. I mean, uh, Willie's showing up late. Willie's showing up late. And what's wrong with what's wrong with delivery driving? Everything. There's your answer. (laughs) Well, it's it's not that it's not that um, the problem with delivery driver, whether you're delivering people or product, it's. It's people's expectation of what delivery driving is. That's mm-hmm. the problem. We got everybody's got this high expectation that I can do it. Anybody can do it. No, we've seen veteran drivers that can't even buy the proper equipment to carry a pizza. Now that DoorDash has to make you take a picture of a pizza bag, you're telling us this is your business, but yeah, you don't even have a pizza bag for pizzas. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even have a proper drink carrier. You're spilling Slurpees on the ground. You're spilling drinks in your car. Um, come on. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, that's the I'm, problem. I'm sure if you did the amount of lift rides that you did, I'm sure you were somewhat the same way as me. I mean, I always had everything to clean my car in the trunk. Exactly. Always. I had a, I had a, I had a subscription at the car wash instead of paying for them. I had a day, every day of mine ended with getting gas and then clean and then washing the car before I went home. That's how every day ended. And what's so funny that, is you guys, everybody knows how much I smoke, right? Twelve and a half thousand rides. I got one complaint for cigarette smoke. So yes, there are products out there. There is stuff to keep, you know, you should take pride in your own car. It's your business. Remember, it's our business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if you're delivering food, I should not see videos of people's car filled with garbage. If you're delivering food, that is nasty. Right. Um, you look at my car, I could take you out and show you my car. My back seat's clean. My floors on my car is clean. It's, you're delivering people's food, for God's sakes, man. You got to, you know, you, you can't have like old food wrappers and your garbage all in your car. You're not, you're not taking serious. If you can't take yourself serious with your business, these apps are never going to take you serious. You know, right. it's the same thing with the safety. If you're not taking your own safety first, what can the apps, would the app, why do you think the apps care? The apps don't care. So, yeah. you know, so if the apps can see that you don't care about your safety, they're not going to care about it. They're well, not going to I'm going to even put a different spin on independent contractors because pre-pandemic, and I'm still really good friends with the owner, but I was driving a limo for Denver Limo and doing ride share and all this other stuff. It was just another gig, but that was an independent contractor pay gig too. I wasn't W2, but I couldn't smoke. I couldn't, I had to wear a tie a shirt, a coat. I mean, again, people might go, well, if they're telling you what to wear, you're an employee. Okay. Well, if I wanted to work for them, that's what I had to do. Yeah. So you can say what you want, but that's the bottom line. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. Everybody thinks, Oh oh, no, they're trying to make you an employee. No, they're not. You signed the agreement. This was what they expected. They expected to tie a shirt, a coat. They expected you not to smoke. And when it said sign right here on the dotted line, you signed it. If you didn't want, if you didn't want to have to wear a coat or or a tie or not be able to smoke, you wouldn't have signed it. Right. So that's why everybody gets this idea that oh no, it's the they're trying to treat keep us like employees. No, they're not. They're giving you the guidelines to be a contractor for their business. You sign it, so you fall under their contract. If their contract says as a lift driver you need to shoot for breeze in your car after every ride, you sign yes. 
You should be shooting for breeze in your car. It's not because they want you to be their employee. No, they have standards. You agree to the standards for their business that they contract you for. Plain and simple. It's like if if the Air Force base out here contracts wants a specific kind of concrete for the runway, they're going to contract, okay, I'll give you the contract if you can give us this kind of concrete. You agree to that term? You don't go buy a cheaper concrete and use it. No. You know, you sign the agreements. That's the well, thing. And, and, he, and, and, and I think you just struck on something else there too, which is honestly, here's the thing. Everybody's complaining about the agreement. How, how many people have read it? Exactly. Exactly. How many of you have actually read the TOS? I'm just curious. Yeah. Ever nobody, once. Nobody Ever does. Once. No, nobody ever does. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I have, but it's not like I did it because of my driving. I did because of some research reasons. Yeah. But like nobody does. Yeah. And when there's an update and a new checkbox you got to click that you're agreeing to, you should be worried because something was added if they're making you reclick that box. <laughs> You yeah. know? <laughs> that should concern you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like Uber and Lyft. Like, and it's just like Lyft and Uber out here. Um, you have specific rules you have to follow because of the TNC and so on and so forth. It's not Uber trying to make you follow the rules. It's the law that's making you follow the rules. So quit saying that because Uber requires me to have this, this, this. No, it's the laws for Uber to work in this city that they have. you have to follow these rules. It's not Uber's rules. It's the TNC's rules. So, mm-hmm. to, so to sit there and say, oh, well, Uber's trying to make me do this. No, Uber is complying with the law. If the law says you have to have this, Uber's going to require that in terms of service. So don't think, oh, well, well, now they're trying to be my employee. No, they're in order for you to work for Uber, you, they got to follow the laws too. You know, yeah. and so th- this this whole blaming the app thing, that shit's getting ridiculous and out of control. Like so. here, Tony said something. <laughs> Tony driven dad said something too that makes sense. You know, like, look, and this is a straight up contract, independent contractor. When you're a contractor in construction, you have to wear a requ- helmet and safety goggles. Exactly. I mean, that they, so, you so, can't say you're an employee cause they made you do that. That's, yeah, exactly. oh, that's so if you're, if you're, if you're contracted, <laughs> let's say the base contract you to build the runway, um, they're not going to, and they come out and they see you without your safety gear on and say, Hey, you're supposed to be wearing safety gear. They're not trying to be your boss. That's what you're supposed to be doing because that's what a contractor is supposed to have on. You know, that don't mean they're trying to make you bought. They're, they're trying to not save their ass. They contracted you. You know, they're going to get fined just as much as you are because you're mm-hmm. not following the contract. Or when you lose your contract, you can't say, well, they tried to make me their employee because they told me I had to wear safety gear. No, that's part <laughs> of doing construction work. Right. I, so, as a, yeah. I, as a pedestrian, like I know this from working Curry. I've I've got to sites before that are being built and I can't go beyond something and I have to wait yeah. for somebody because even not being an IC for them or an employee for them, I can't go in there yeah, without exactly. a, without a hard hat. So that's just, yeah. you can't yeah. go in there without one, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. I mean, yeah, exactly. so, but if you're an IC, that applies too. you. We can't have you in here if you don't have a safety helmet on. Yeah. You know, but, but, but that's the problem too is, because they don't understand what the true independent contractor is or the true having your own business is the minute that like everybody's losing their shit because DoorDash says, let me see a picture of your pizza bag. Everybody thinks, Oh, now they want to be our employer because they're telling us to have pizza bags. No, you're contracted to pick up pizzas. You should have the proper equipment to pick up pizzas, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're trying to be your boss. They contract people to do this stuff you should have the stuff to do it 
Right. You know, and so just because they're asking you, well, do you have it? Doesn't mean they want to be your employer. They want to make sure you're following the contract that you signed up to do in the first place. Right. So, you know, that's where everybody gets it twisted, man. It's just yeah. because once again, everybody has this mindset. Oh, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Nobody can tell me what to do, even though you signed the agreements to tell you these are the stuff you have to follow. But no, you're the boss. You know, it, 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 people are dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, yeah, don't don't get me started on the per. My my yeah. my girlfriend and I talk about the uh, percentage of people often, and she doesn't quite agree with how high I think it is <laughs> of the morons. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> so, so yeah, we just need more people to you know push what a true independent contractor is. Yeah, and quit relying on their quit getting this this mindset that these apps are going to do stuff for you because they're not. And and you guys like here's what here's my final words on and then I'll let Roy have some too but here's my final words on uh on all of this is that look you know this is your business your car should be clean it shouldn't have dirty laundry if you're doing right you just pay attention you know this is this is your this is your life i have like eight things i juggle and they're not all gig apps. I work for a production company. I've been on the road for months. I do crazy things. I, you know, it's like I do computer IT. I've worked in bars. I, I, I've worked a lot of independent contractor stuff. And the bottom line is, is too many people don't know the pitfalls. Like Roy's been even saying throughout this today. And don't be afraid to watch my videos or Roy's videos. They're not, they're not hate messages. And they're not scare tactics. We're not, we're not being paid by AB five to scare you away from the gig industry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like we're just trying to help, man. I mean, honestly, I've watched Roy's stuff, and I can tell he's just trying to help. You know, that's the same thing I do. My content is out there to help people, and I know sometimes some people with me are like, "Well, yours gets a little political." Yeah, but when I do, just so you know, I mean, I get it if you can't, but I do. It, it's usually political that you should know. I'm trying to relate it to you, the gig workers. You should know this stuff. Yeah. I'm not like broadcasting C-SPAN or something just to bore you. You know, yeah. I'm bringing on guests who know this stuff and can tell you some really scary stuff about what's going on and what you should know. But, you know, the bottom line is, is you are your own business. You are even you delivery drivers, you know, you need to be safe. You know, like earlier we were talking about it, like body language. I mean, practice it. I know it sounds dumb, but stand in a mirror if you don't have good stuff and look at yourself. If you're doing this, you're not going to be intimidating or you don't need to be intimidating, but you're not going to appear like you have your shit together enough to... um to be doing what you're doing and people will pick up on that, especially these days, people are crazy. And that's, that's my final word. So I'm going to let you have some. And my final words on it is do your own research, go out there, do your own research, find out, find out the bad areas of your town on your own. Uh, Once again, it's your business. It's your responsibility. Um, So go out there, do the research, find out how much these things cost. Um, a barrier for your car. If you think you need a barrier for your car, um, go out there, purchase the proper equipment that you need to keep yourself safe. If that means go out and buy a good flashlight, go out and buy a flashlight. If you're delivering at night, um, you know, and, and figure out or headlamps. Where... That's I always use a headlamp. Yeah, they're so they're I got, so easy. I got, Just... I got one as well. Yeah, that what way your mean? hands are free. 
Yeah, and you can always hit it. You can always hit it to strobe, and then yep. people are worried about you. I mean, you got yeah, little exactly. toys on there that can help. Yeah, and and just it, the basic thing is just pay attention to your surrounding. Your eyes are your biggest weapon for your safety. These are going to save your eyeballs are going to save you so much drama at the end of the day. Just like you said, by standing up straight, being situational awareness, and and this is going to be my last final thing. If if that five dollars is more important than your personal safety, find a new job. Yeah. Plain and simple. Because if, if, any, if, if any of the amounts are more, are, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're there's, there's no about, amount that re, that can replace your safety. Well, exactly, and that's my thing. If 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 it boils down to, I got to walk up to this dark house with all the bushes because I really need this eight dollars to feed my family. Find a new job because mm-hmm. you don't you're not cut out for the work, or you need to change your means. But yeah, if 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 you can't be safe and decline stuff or whatever the case may be. If you're that focused that I got to make the money and it comes before the safety or you or your family, you need to find something else. And just like I said, do your own research. All this stuff is online. Every police department has locations where it's bad at this. All that stuff can be done. Look into dividers for your car. Don't expect the apps to do it. It's your business. It's your safety. Responsibility falls on you first. So go out there and look for these things, you know. Carry if you want to carry a weapon, carry a weapon. It's your choice. But remember, you can't have weapons. You get caught with it, you get deactivated. Don't blame the app. Blame yourself. But yep. you do what you gotta do to stay safe. And yep. um, just paying attention, just the simple things. Lock your doors. Make sure you're locking your doors. Make sure, you know, all that stuff. It's simple stuff. You guys should know this by now. Anybody maybe, in this room. Maybe, maybe since my insta shit challenge went so bad since instacart <laughs> sucks so bad maybe my new thing will be that maybe i'll maybe i'll try and get to the police station and get somebody to do one with me real quick there like you go after this like in the next three days or something post it and say hey can anybody else do this yeah well not even and it doesn't even or go matter. do it, it go do it in your it. area though it's even if it's your police even if it's a police station in your area mm-hmm. that still that still can encompass the whole united states because most police are trained in the same procedures from state to state. That's why you have cops that can move from New York. They can go work in Jersey or they can work down, let's say, in Florida. They can do these transfers because they're all trained pretty much the same way. So yeah. even if it's just your channel that has the popo, people can still take that knowledge and apply it in Florida. They can apply it in Las Vegas. They can apply it in Oregon. Um, there yeah. might be some small, slight differences, but it's still generalized knowledge that. You can use regardless of your market, to not just Colorado, but every market. Oh yeah. Just because the Colorado cop doesn't mean it doesn't apply everywhere else. I so, meant it, I meant it more on the level like the creators might learn something from the police too. Yeah. That meeting might open your eyes a bit because yeah, the, cop, the, the, cop, the cop isn't going to baby you either you know i'm going to be like mm-hmm. oh and this is a nice that's fun to be on an yeah, interview yeah. in a podcast he's going to be like what we get you want to see some pictures of some people that were killed yeah yeah Here, exactly here, here's what happened what, across you, the street from where you live bro yeah you want to see what it looks like to videotape on youtube and see what happens to a pedestrian when you hit him yeah <laughs> show him you're like yeah that's that you know or these people that think these people that always brag about oh i got my gun i got my this yeah, that that's some important stuff to know that. Yeah, let's face it. You shoot somebody, guess what? You might go to jail. So you got to be prepared for this stuff. And the popo is going to give it to you straight. Yeah, you know, 
And like I said, most like I said, most of the rules apply all around the nation. So yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, even one is good. And actually, I you know I've got a couple connections over there still where I can I feel comfortable calling. But I think maybe it would make people feel comfortable too. And then if you have you know judge, gauge your subscribers and everything. And do you think that your 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 subscribers and the people who follow and really do watch you consistently that you know and you see them come in. Do you think that they really have an understanding of safety? If not, maybe go do it yourself too, because it there's always something to be learned from that conversation with the police, other than what yep. you're trying to get out of it for our people. Yeah, I've seen, you, more, I've seen from these gig YouTubers, I've seen more polls on should you do an order with no tip versus a tip order than I do anything about how do you feel about your safety? What are your concerns about safety? I see more videos of polls about tips and tricks than I have ever seen on how to keep a driver safe. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's. And the, and the real answer to that is the driver can keep the driver safe. And that's what you'll learn from the police too. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And like we were talking about earlier, you know, take fine. Even if, I mean, you, you don't have to go find a class in like, you know, how to, how to, how to, how to bring down a situation or whatever. Just YouTube it. We're already on YouTube. We know that we're watching you right now. Yeah. Right. Roy, thank right. you so much for uh, today. This was this was fun, um, and it was a good conversation, and it's a, a good one I've had on safety too. So thanks. definitely, definitely, I appreciate, appreciate having you on me. Uh, y'all, like I said, y'all have good ones. Uh, I'll do my live later tonight. So uh, yeah. we'll so see. So check next out week. check out Roy's later tonight. I'm sure I'll join in there too. But hey, everybody, sorry I didn't get to say hi to everybody. I'm still learning this thing. <laughs> I'm a podcaster at heart, man. I've been doing it for years, so this is all weird to me. But there's a bunch of people in here that I like. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming, and uh, we'll see you around soon. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Okay, guys. Well, obviously, ran over. Um, (laughs) It's a few weeks in a row now, but hey, it's the holidays, so I know a lot of podcasters who take the time off, and so there's not as as much content that comes out around this time of year, so... Hey, if you are out working and you're listening to this, maybe the maybe the little extra time of podcasting this week or last or whatever has uh, given you a little more time of uh, some content in the car. So hopefully, hopefully it was uh, it helped and it it helped uh, pass the time a little bit and uh, be thinking about safety at this time of year because this time of year gets weird every year. And I don't want to, I don't want to tune it out already because I'm always in sync with what's going on with, with safety in the gig world and just, you know, what, what's kind of going out around all this, all the time. And it's, it's been such a bad year for violence in, in the gig world that I don't want to curse it, but right now, actually, I mean, it hasn't been the worst from Thanksgiving to now, so I don't want to curse it, but you know, hopefully we get this through this into this new year like this. And, uh, hopefully this new year brings a lot of good things to all you good people. Thank you as always guys for tuning into the podcast. So appreciate it. Make sure to be back here next week. I'm really looking forward to having Ron Walter back on. Um, it's been a minute, um, entree courier and, uh, yeah. And then next Thursday we are live. And, uh, just try, just try and bear with me into the new year. The Patreon's up, the YouTube channel's up, the podcast is going and it's all syncing up. So I'm going to be able to explain it all perfectly in the new year, but I think everything should be up and good by next week. And uh, I'll have, I'll be able to drop the Patreon link too. So go out there, finish your Christmas shopping, 
do something nice for yourself. Uh, take some deep breaths. Have fun through the holidays. If they're stressful, breathe deep through the holidays. All right, you guys. Go out there and spin some good into this crazy world and uh, see you back here next week on Rodeo. Peace.